Hey, what's going on, guys? It's uh, Steve Van Dees here with the Thought Exchange. Uh, we got. Uh, I'm Cameron Barkey. Hey. Boy, Cameron, Cameron Barkey. Introduce yourself, Saul. Saad Fribgan, Montreal's finest. Dave Sanis from Edmonton. Yeah, there you go. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about the industry. We wanted to talk a little bit about that. Uh, majority of us have been working in marketing and and production and media, and so uh, I guess what we can start off with Saul. You can kind of explain. Just tell us a little bit about you know what you do who you are and uh, sure because he's not from here he's from montreal so that's it he's that, traveled the furthest to be here i am the the newest addition to the city that's for sure um first of all thank you for having me here and it's a great show i've been following you guys for at least uh four to five episodes you know yes, I, no. saw, I saw but you don't episode, have to pump our tires i'm not even gonna lie i saw episode one two yeah. skip three and four watch yeah. six seven you know nice. and, fair play. And, fair play. and plugged episode eight before showing here so nice you know, <laughs> that's nice. Hey, um, I, I appreciate everything that you guys do. And, and I, I, I like I, I think there's much more room, you know, what I mean, for platforms like this to be able to discuss these types of things. And I do see a, a tr uh, not a trend, but like, I do see the necessity in having these types of discussions and all that. Nice. Uh, that being said, um, I hooked up with Cam in Montreal in 2000. Hold on one second. <laughs> We have, the prep, we have the preface hooking up, like hooking up. What do yeah, we mean well, by it hooking up? It may be something different in Montreal. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't that go. Well, I was fully dressed. So, <laughs> well, that being said, I was fully clothed when I hooked up with him. Yeah. That's so funny though. The second he said that, I was. I was gonna throw a pause out there. I was like, pause. Zoom action. So um, pause that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Summer of 2018. Uh, I was doing a pop-up on uh, Duluth Street with uh, Lo Pesci, and I met uh, uh, Cam, who was uh, strolling down the street, you know, on a visiting day kind of thing. And then uh, we ended up talking, and he told me what he does in Edmonton, and I just, it kind of just, I don't know, it just woke something in me, and I was like, uh, I gotta check it out. So he told me about what he did in Edmonton, and so a uh, couple of months later, January, from July to January, I packed my shit up and I came here. Can I? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we can swear. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I packed my stuff up and I came here. I sold all my stuff and moved to Edmonton. I uh, lined up a little job with him in order to help him out with the venture. So you were just visiting at the time? You guys were when just I coming down here to visit? Because like, yeah, because I remember... Uh, he put you up and you guys yeah. kind of were doing trade for work and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. That's exactly point. it. So you, so he had the hotel thing going on and I came and uh, I did a little bit of work. He, in exchange for, you know, like uh, hospitality and, and, and just, you know, shelter and whatever. Uh, it was great. I saw Edmonton. I got to discover Edmonton from an Edmontonian point of view and uh, I fell in love. I'm, uh, so I left, came back here in September now. It's been a couple of months. So uh, uh, I, I was I was I was in love with the city, and so I saw opportunity. And so a lot of people were asking me, "Why did you leave Montreal, such a great big city?" And blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. All these opportunities to come to Edmonton. I think there was more opportunity for me in terms of you know being the one man show that I am. Like I record, I I do you know I do my whole production by myself kind of thing. Uh, I saw I saw opportunity in the city, so I just you know went in, dug in, and through a couple of hookups and you know like whatever it is that was available for me, I was able to show my work, display my work, and get more contracts. And so yeah, the yeah. city's been very receptive towards that. And I see then the value of my work has been respected and, and I didn't have to undersell myself or anything like that. So that, to me, compared to Montreal, was a huge factor as to why I stuck around here, and which is the reason why I'm here also. What were you saying about Montreal? I remember we had lots of talks about... Uh, well, it was crazy how we met, actually. We were just talking about that in the, in the behind-the-scenes little 360 thing, but... Uh, the only reason I met you is because I got ditched 
in Montreal. And that hottie and was from the homeless. airport. Yeah. Yeah, Australian yeah. or something like no, that? No, she was from Montreal. Or she was in Australia. That yeah, time. yeah, we met this in... This is yeah. the second time we've talked about yeah. this on this podcast. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, okay, if you're okay, watching, okay. I hope you feel better. Yeah, yeah, watch the preview stuff. It's entertaining. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, so that's the only reason I met I met him. And then we kind of uh, kicked off. And um, But uh, it, was a, it was a grind. But I remember we were having talks about Montreal versus Edmonton. And you were saying that... Montreal, it's so competitive for, and everyone's undercutting each other to the point like yes. you're gonna shoot a. I'll, I'll just say a music video, or I'll say a corporate overview video for like these people are doing it for 200 bucks, and like it's not even worth it. Like or everyone's just undercutting each or other. Or even worse, for free, because They're, when you have so many people graduating from these programs, you know they, everybody's they building a portfolio, yeah. so it's like you know they're it's they're so coming up to my clients and offering what I offer free work. for free. So that's. You know. Yeah, but you get what you paid for too. Totally, like, yeah. That's the thing, though. Free exactly. work, free work is, looks like free work. It looks like free work. And, like free work. <laughs> and, like and you know, work. you know what I learned through that is I learned that uh, throughout the years that I did all this work, I should have just made my clients mine and have the. You know, there's a certain level about this business that I didn't know back then that now I know, which is customer retention. You know, client retention, well, whatever you want to call it. So this is the thing. Before I get started with yes. that, maybe explain David. yourself, David. To tell us a little <laughs> yeah. bit about yourself, and because you. <laughs> You've been in the industry for quite some bit. You were more on the educational side, right? Um, well, no. Actually, uh, when I got into the industry, I, star- I started in the media industry in, in 1991. Yeah. And I first started in coming from the fashion industry in Toronto. I used to live in Toronto before I moved to Edmonton. And I, I, I right away sort of saw that the media itself was going to go through some changes. And so I thought, you know, I really need to learn these tools of production myself so that I can produce this stuff for myself. Yeah. And I, at the time, I had been doing events and been working with bands and, you know, setting up tours and things like that. And so I was managing a band. And so for me, doing the media for the band was it was it was basically a cost thing. Right. In that I could get all the means of production, produce the media for the band. If I were to go out and get that media produced, it would be ten times worth what it would take me to produce in house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I I came to Edmonton, and then I thought, okay, I, mean, I got to I got to go to college, right? So I went to McEwen's program. It was called Audiovisual Communications, and so where we started was with analog media. Right, so I remember. Yeah, cutting. you gotta explain analog to people. They don't know what right. that is. Analog so, is tape. It's it's yeah, magnetic like, tape. <laughs> when I so. when I edited audio, everyone's yeah. everyone's used to like the the amazing tools we have now to edit audio in a nonlinear like digital format. Yeah. Back in the day, on you had to have tape, on reels. Real, right? You had real to tape, rewind yeah, it. Real. You literally <laughs> spliced the tape. So yeah. you were splicing words. So you'd be listening to this and splicing words together. And, and right so into the spot the, that you the wanted physicality it. of doing that basically gave you a better understanding of how nonlinear systems worked. I can see yeah. that. Yep. Right. So you have a tactile experience of a nonlinear system about how, about why a nonlinear system would be really good. Yeah. And so the very moment I could digitize my audio and I could just put it anywhere I want, I was like, I'm in. Holy shit. This yeah. is like, this, this is, is easy. Like tape. This yeah. is revolutionary. This is like, take all that stuff and burn it. Yeah. You know, because we don't need reel to reel tape anymore, right? Just digitize it all and let's get, get moving, right? So fast forward, you go through the media industry. And what I noticed in all of my career through the media industry is that there's, there's a pattern, a distinct pattern that happens each time a technology rolls out. And that pattern, what it does is it puts more power into the hands of a single producer. 
So a single person who's willing to learn the technology, willing to experience the technology, and then go out and play with it and make, make it their own. That mm. person who's willing to do that, it, it, regardless of an institution mm. or regardless of a, of a company or anything, but if that person has a passion to be able to go out and do that, they're going to be above and beyond in terms of their capability to produce. Now, you roll into an education. I taught at Nate for 12 years. Taught digital media at Nate, mostly video, mostly animation, post-production, all that stuff. Constantly, I watched production crews go from 15 to 20 people for a, for a basic production crew down to three. And the, the quality of the content that those three people would produce over those 12 people, way higher, way yeah, faster. Why are they not getting paid more. the same? That's what I'm saying. Okay, like well, all of a sudden they're losing all that money. Where'd it go? That's yeah. a good point. You know, I think. Like that is actually really good point. The production is just as high as 15 people and all of a sudden now you got three yeah. people doing the work of 15 and they're still paid. They're I not getting paid. I think, you guys I think answered, we should make a point out of that You guys answered after. the question earlier yeah. already. Yeah. The question's already been answered because people are willing to do it for nothing. Yeah. Because if I'm sitting here at my house with a bunch of video gear and lights and stuff and I'm like, holy fuck, I'm hungry and I got to go get some food and I got to pay my rent. And you go out and you talk to business owners and people in, and I'm just talking straight up, no real knowledge of the media. The first thing they're thinking in their heads is that, oh, these young hip, you know, guys, aside from stealing my girlfriend, trying to are, steal money. Yeah. Me too. Are, are, kind of are, journey on they're this. just sort of ne'er do well, fly by night fad traps. And so I'm not going to really teach them or I'm not going to really teach them or tell them or show them what I want. I'm just going to downplay what they do. The customer fear aspect. Because I don't want to pay what they're telling me that I, I should be doing. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and producers play into it because they're like, I, I got to work. I still got to feed myself. I still got to go. And so what they do is they have this false conception or false idea in their mind where they're like, okay, if I go out and do cheap for this person, I can charge them more later. This, it doesn't work. It, 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 I'll tell you under no uncertain terms, that will never work. Yeah. And if you think it's going to work, I want you to do it. Yeah. Just keep doing it and how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you break yourself in as a new, uh, let's say videographer or filmographer, some sort of editor, uh, you mentor, man. Yeah. No, how do you break, how do you break yourself in and start getting clients? Um, if you have no backend portfolio and, but you can't charge that high rate, but this is the problem that the industry right now, and this is, and if like you got videographers and all this stuff like that, cause I've gone through it. And what happens is everybody wants to, cause you say the producers have the ability. If you put in the work, you can learn how to do it all from beginning to end by yourself. Absolutely. Now the problem with this, okay. The problem with this and everyone, you're probably feeling this too, is you go through a thing called feast or famine because you you're limited to how much time you can actually yeah. spend. So there's, yep. there's about four stages you go through. You go through client acquisition, you go through pre-production, then you go through actual production and then you're going through post and then you have to go and collect your money. Yeah. So you can't do all of them at the same time which means that this is about a four month process. Yep. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, is this four month process, you basically go through what's called a cycle. Yep. Yep. So what happens is at the beginning, you're doing client acquisition. So you're going out there meeting people. It takes about 30 days to acquire a client, yeah. meet people, sit down with them, get the projects. You, so you get about five or 10 of them at a time. And then you go, okay, I got five projects I can work on. Now you start shooting those projects and then you start cutting those projects. But when you're cutting, you're not shooting and you're not client yep. acquisition. Yeah. So then at the end, when you're at the end of your thing, all the money's worn out, you're now 
chasing them saying, hey, give me the more money. Yeah. You get the money and now you go, I don't have any more clients. Yeah. So it's this cycle that everyone that has this problem that everyone's going through in this industry where they're all trying to do it by themselves. Yeah. And the product becomes watered down. It's limited to how well it can get. And like you said, th that whole skill set is best for producers because once you start putting a guy into like, okay, you know what, specialize in a camera. You love camera, just do that. Because yeah. then I can use you as a camera operator and you can exactly. be the best camera operator yeah. and you'll be working every day yeah. and you just don't have doing to what you just love. doing that. Yeah. And you can stress free, you right? Like, <laughs> it's yeah. a beautiful thing. There's right? people that don't want to do posts. Well, that's how I got into wedding videography. I used to get paid $500 to just go film. Yeah. And now if I compare that price to how much I make on a wedding, yeah. It's you know it's three times you know cheaper than what I would normally yeah, if I was to charge it, the same rate. It's you know? it's people it's it's a it's a weird conception I think because what happens is is that you let's say for instance with a wedding you like uh like one I don't know how the hell photographers make way more money than videographers. Oh, yeah. dude, I know exactly <laughs> why. I can I know that's exactly weird. Yeah, how. Yeah, that's crazy yeah. actually. Like they get less gear. Yeah. It's easier for them to run exactly and they can flip it time. Time. Ah. short time and they can flip it a lot quicker and yeah. I'm just like The market calls for photos because like, it's the original one, right? It's the original and yeah. it's stills like you can you can take a still and you know like wedding yeah, photos yeah. especially people you want need... that moment the one moment captured. They want it captured There's... and and what what it, what you're dealing with is you're dealing with an industry that has set its own price. Yeah. Because while you're going to get some brides that are going to be like okay, we got to do this cheap. Yeah. Right, and they're gonna figure out a way to get a decent photographer to come out for five, six hundred bucks for the day and shoot the day. Yeah, yeah. And that's the cheap. And then they just get a bunch of images and they do what they want with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Most brides, most people who are putting on a wedding that's like a, a substantial wedding, they 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 kind of lose their minds a little bit, and so they expect that this one moment of their life has to be captured by a special kind of person. Who's gonna? And this is where, if you can do this marketing and sell job, if you can convince them that you are somehow spiritually and and creatively at one with the bride and the in the wedding and the whole nuptial orgy that's about to ensue, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. if you can if you can be a part of that and and you know Portray float it. that up, yeah. you can charge eight grand for the day. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can't do that, you can't walk in and charge eight grand for the day. Most videographers are videographers. Yeah. They don't have that soft front end skills, that, and this is particularly around the idea of marketing and marketing very, very razor thin to a very narrow market and a very narrow audience. Yeah. Right? Rich people getting married or people with more money than sense getting married. Yeah. Because people do lose their minds when they get married. And so... A lot of videographers out there, they, they kind of, they chase the wedding, right? Yeah. And they chase it and then they get, they get a whole bunch of gigs. So yeah. the stress factor becomes an element. And then, and then it's like bang, 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 bang. And a lot of videographers I've seen is they can go out and get the weddings. No problem getting the wedding. But they, they can't do a one-week turnaround. Yeah. It's impossible for them to do a one-week turnaround. Especially during, shoot, especially during the actual season. They yeah. overshot so much. Exactly. everything. They yeah. went to the wedding and they came back with nine hours of footage. <laughs> <laughs> and buried sure. in nine hours of footage is Aunt Edna, who just passed away 
We knew it was going to be your last yeah. time. She's 99 years old. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. You're speaking we from experience? Or? The whole, you know, and yeah. you got to go through that nine hours of footage and find that 47 find seconds of and, and, yeah. and hope that you got it right. Giving some really, really decent advice to yeah, these yeah. people. It's yeah. hilarious, man. Like, yeah, what, and it's funny too. Like those, those, uh, those videographers that usually charge like so much money, they're not even the best videographers. No. You know what they do? This is what, and this is interesting. And this is a little tip for you, what you guys. Do. They'll hire guys to cover the wedding. Yeah, second camera. So they'll cover the wedding, and then everything that you see in the demo reel is just highlight footage that they go and shoot themselves. They only shoot highlights. That's it. So they go around, shoot all the highlight stuff, so you get... Steve Van D is spilling the beans. That's not not a hack. That's a full-on hack. But but a lot of people won't admit what he's saying. This yeah. is about telling people how it works. Yeah, yeah dude, and it wow, just basically, so one guy's, which he's got a safety camera, the guy's covering yeah. the full coverage of the thing, and he's literally has no stress, and he has all day to just get those long beauty so, shots, yeah. set so, them up, and so set up. So if you guys don't mind, this brings this brings me to something that I, that I just looked up, like, you know, like, that's been dear to my heart, and I just decided to get, like, a little bit more knowledge on lately is basically pricing yeah. of your product, you know? I find myself a lot of times having to explain to my customers that I'm not selling a product, I'm selling a service, yeah. you know? So the, so the, you know, 1X versus 10X versus 100X, you know what I mean? Like, and how one, the same video for you might be worth this much and how for another, somebody else might be, same video, same words, yeah. same amount of hours, might be worth this much to you, but it might be worth much more to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I find maybe if you, I don't know if maybe well, if that's a maybe well, what I started for doing, another the hard, or, Well, the hardest thing to do for pricing, the hardest thing to do for pricing is uh, is coming up with your price. Like, because I find that's where a lot of people so tend to lose the, their the, legs. You know, yeah. Like, the the best way to price stuff is to give an honest price and itemize everything. everything yeah. yeah. Because right. if you just basically itemize every little thing and give an honest price for everything, because the way you got to look at pricing is this: if I'm going to charge you for something, yeah. right? If I can't do it. What's it going to cost me to get someone to do it? Yes, yeah. true. And that's how what, much should you get out of it? For, and how, and, how and, much I'm still, and I should still, still make, make money. In. I should still my, still make my sales percentage there you go. from exactly. selling, which is twenty percent. Yeah. And that's your right to do so that. So that's how it. Yeah. Is. Well, that's that's how you. Break that's down. how all business. Yeah. Works. It's how it works, right? Because well, you know what? You when you're the customer, someone. you stay, you tend to neglect those things. You know what I mean? You forget that you know, like the restaurant that you're working for doesn't pay full price for their potatoes. You know what I mean? That guy shops around and yeah. gets the best price for potatoes. Yeah, yeah. The same way you do it. You know what I mean? So, but people don't say it like that because it's not a tangible. They don't want to. Product. Yeah. So, yeah. so this is what I found out is that with customers, it's time, and for us, it's effort, right? Yeah. And our effort will go in. We have the same effort towards everything we yeah. do. Yeah. I, I never let any project go until I give it my hundred percent. So, yeah. so whether it's fifty bucks or five thousand dollars, like it's still the same amount of time. I still, you know, bite my nails at the end of the night. Go like, did I watch it? And your name's time. attached to it. Exactly. Your name's True. attached to it. And so but, I'm like, but for I a can't client, put my stuff. My I don't want to put my name behind something that I'm that like, you don't believe that in. I don't yeah. believe in. Yeah. And the other thing is too is is um, one thing I also realized too is clients. Like I always thought. Like the in society with the way the way the institutions set up people and the way that they go in there and the way people sell time. Yeah. Like we're, we're yeah. we were brought up to sell time. Like, That's it. Exactly. Like you come in here, you're working from this hour to this. Yeah. So you get you, you get a society filled yeah. of what's Compensation, called yeah. uh, of paycheckers. I call them paycheckers, where they just come time in for money. They money just for time yeah. for yeah. money. So when you start switching over to start actually creating a product, people don't get that. You no. Even the even the person who's creating the product doesn't get that. They're yeah. thinking that yeah. I have to put this much time Hours, into yeah, it yeah. in order to give a product in instead of valuing. It. When majority of the clients 
don't give a sh they don't want you to spend two months working it's, on their project they no. want it tomorrow this, looking like you spent two months on exactly, it you know? yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is exactly the point that i'm trying to make so so for the person that's buying my services it's always time yeah to them how much time and so when they look at me they go how much time is it going to take you to get this done yeah. Well, I can give you how much time it's going to give me to get, but if I give you how much I charge per hour, you won't like you the won't $250 to dollars an yeah, hour. Yeah. You won't be able yeah. to afford it, which is the same conversation that we were having. Yeah, we, just, we just had a we conversation. We were just literally having a conversation yeah. about this. And he asked so, me to price something out for him, and I'm like, sure, banged it out. And I'm like, there you go, 1250 bucks. Yeah, what are And he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this guy this will guy, never go for it. <laughs> this guy, you know, he's a businessman. Yeah. And of course, as business businessmen do, they they like to kind of make sure that you're aware that they're businessmen or they'll or they'll go how long did you spend on this listen they're successful but, listen, but then but then what they're gonna do is if you tell them how much it's worth they're gonna go oh you're trying to steal from me and they're gonna make a big thing they don't understand it. the value but because once them, again we're trying to like, link well, you time didn't to have value and it's, yeah but now when i tell you how much it costs you're telling me that it's too expensive and you have some magical guy that lives in a faraway land <laughs> who will produce all your stuff for you. Is this uh, just just the preface? Are these because uh, like let's say you go to a big giant box company like a Nike or something. Right. I think those guys the, those guys understand. More. They have a budget and they tell you ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, this is how much we got. To you know what I'm saying? I think we got to preface like the type Listen, of people, the type of levels of guys we're talking guys, about. Those guys like a guy at Nike will throw a hundred thousand dollars at a project. Because he knows, he'll just say, this is my budget, and this is what I need done. Can you do it? Yeah, And, then, and then, the guy will say, yeah, I can do it. Because if the guy screws up, it's on his ass. It's, but yeah. but they, right? under, they understand value, though, because they know that, that that ad that you're about to shoot or yeah. that whatever you're about to create is going to bring in $20 million worth of revenue but, because it's a commercial that's going to yeah. get replayed and, and, and 100 and million and times and for four years or a year. Also you know what I'm saying? They yeah, get it. Of course. And they also understand, like Nike doesn't want him working on four other projects while yeah. he's working on Nike. He just yeah. wants him on Nike. Yeah. How much do I have to pay you for, to have you for a month exactly. on this project? That's so it. So my monthly rent goes in it, my so food goes in yeah, it, my every, booze goes in every, it. My, everything's in there. My because, transportation goes in it. Because like, yeah. then he doesn't think about anything else but this exactly. project. No. But and if I was to bill you per hour, you would not like that. And that's what happens. So like <laughs> a guy goes, a guy, and I had to stop taking small projects because I'm like, listen, man, this my bills right are now. so high right now. Yeah. My bills are so high right now. I'm losing I can't money afford to work with you. To work, and I can't afford to take a day off to work on your Absolutely. project for nothing, because it's gonna cost me money in the back end yeah. for the thing, and I'm gonna end up giving you a shitty product yeah, because exactly. I'm rushing I'm it out. I'm just banging it yeah. out. And if you're you come just back banging to it out because you're like, I need, you know, <clears throat> and this is the problem I run into, and, and you know, we run into because we're we're uh, we're working on starting something, you know, and we're we're going out and we're you know, schmoozing clients. SF Media, by the way. SF, SF Media, yeah. it's like shameless plug, yeah. Shameless <laughs> plug. Throw it in yeah. there. That's, yeah. that's awesome. But yeah. You called me. You knew what you were kinda, getting. I got two fun. more restaurants to plug. By yeah, the way, kinda yeah, kind of the kind of the 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 thing that I'm seeing for us. Is that I'll link you in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. Yeah, I'll throw up my you, you knew what you were getting yourself I'll into. I'll link you in the show notes. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. It's true. <laughs> it's true. You know, I mean, we do. We're trying to plug it. Yeah, thing, you got to right? be proud but, of what you do, 100%. But kind of where I feel like we're headed with this is that at this first stage, and this is you were you're bringing this up if you if you don't have anything to start with, right? Yeah, I took I took seven years off from the media, right? Yeah, I, I left Nate. And I'm like, I literally got sick and tired of just making digital shit. Yeah. Where you make something for someone, 
they go, that's great. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> watched it. And then it's, that's it. It's gone. Yeah. And yeah. it's, you know, so to me, it all felt like it was just too ephemeral. There was nothing. It just disappears. Yeah. 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 That's kind of crazy. And so I'm like, you know. That so now we and, charge them for consulting. Yeah, that and 20 <laughs> other things that I wanted to kind of just get away from the media, right? And so I took my time away from the media and literally within like months of taking my time away from media, the first thing I was doing was designing and animating and mm -hmm. doing my own stuff. Back and, to basics. And so just doing the stuff that I felt passionate about. And so I continue on doing those things regardless of whether or not, you know, like, I'll find a gig here, do some branding for a company, brand, do this, do that, you know, whatever it is. But none of them really have, a, have an idea of what it's worth. Yeah. And every one of them, 100% of them, undervalue what, it, what it's worth. Yeah. So, I mean, granted, you know, aside from every media producer in North America going on strike and saying, we're not going to make your stuff for you anymore unless you pay, right? And then all of a sudden, the wheels of marketing come to a halt, but they won't because... Even if a business owner has no knowledge of anything, they will still believe in their minds that they're a media genius and they can do it all by themselves because they've been told they can. Yeah. They've been told by Facebook. They've been told by Instagram. They've been told by web development, by, by companies where you just go make your website. You, you, can, you have the control of everything. Yeah. You can make everything. Oh, you're not getting any visibility. Well, no, you don't have a website. It's no, like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, then no what? skill, <laughs> no ability, no passion, no knowledge. Yeah. You're going to, you've been told something that you can do and yes, you can do it, but sorry, you personally can't. But that's like saying to me, you're I'm running like, a business and you don't like, have time to do that's that. That's like, like, I can, I can go and build a house. I can, sure, I, yeah. it would take me really long time to go through that process and learn it and do all that. Like that's not one of my specialized, mm -hmm. right? It's like the other thing too, is most business owners don't realize it's like the whole avocado thing. You know, like you're growing avocados, grow avocados. Yeah. Don't spend time marketing avocados because you're an avocado grower. Yeah. Get yeah. someone to market exactly. avocados yeah. that markets that's it. for a living. And focus on growing and better and on more grow better avocados. avocados. Yeah, and that's totally. it. You're and so right. like, because you have like these things that like, that's the problem. Like yeah. they, they don't, they, they yeah. you're dealing with the people that are. It's like a, the equivalent of bridezillas and, and, the rest, and, and oh, I'm not going to say whatever, but like business owners who are hands-on on everything. Oh, like they're you know, micro the business owner my, is the it, chef. It's, he's the, the, he's the social media guy. He's the everything. It's, it's like. So, you, you, <laughs> you said this before. The biggest, the biggest uh, inhibitor of growth in a business is ourselves and the inability to let go. True. Yeah. So yeah, what happens wow, is, is that like absolutely right. Yeah. Because what absolutely happens is right. is that yeah. as you as your company starts to grow and, and like I'm I'm learning this like that like I'm learning business. I learned business hands on. Oh, like I yeah, yeah. I'm a production content manager, yeah. marketing guy. Like that's yeah. what I do, right? I'm a salesman. That's yeah. like I've always been a salesman. That these are my skill sets, yeah. right? But owning a business has been like it's been like a whole the, other venture, the whole other venture, but learning yeah. the thing. And the one thing that I started to learn is that like, as soon as you just got to get the right people working with you and you got to trust in them and let go. Yeah. You know, because Oof, if you try wow. to micromanage everything, you can't grow. No, you cannot yeah. grow. It's impossible to yeah, grow. Yeah. You inhibit your, your, your workers potential in the same time. Holding, now you lose good workers that yeah, might've the been, work, I'm holding the, I'm holding the leash on this guy and this guy does all this crazy stuff. And I say, no, 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 no. I don't yeah. want it like that. Do it like yeah. this. And then the guy's like, well, yeah. now I'm not going to do anything until I get approval on it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you can't be sitting there approving. Exactly. You got to be out true. selling. You got to, yeah. And I can't you know, be out there approving. It's got to be selling, you, right? You know, th what you said is absolutely like on point and it, it just reminds me of also when it when it comes to uh so like 
you know, we're all producers. We're, we're, we're all, we all know how to produce content. Uh, that's one side of the thing, you know. Uh, once I build your website, once I build your, I do your video, once I do your graphic work, all that stuff, then what happens to it? Do you want to know what what, what the best it'll, way is? Because that's dust. also you see yeah, what I mean. This yeah. is it. They're gonna, there you and go. I know companies literally. Uh, so, you make a whole so new thing and they just never touch yeah. it. And so they now just that, sit on it. Yeah. So now that guy that you're that's undercutting weird. for a, for a production monetary value of a one single video is trying to help you to spread that video around. But how can he help you do that when you're already undercutting him in terms of the value of the production he's giving you to begin with? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not gonna want, he doesn't care about whether your, view get, your video gets 100 views or a million yeah, yeah. views, you know? But guess what, you throw him a bone, you make him feel like he's important enough and he might just tell you a thing or two that might help you get that many customers. Yeah. So, so the consulting and the strategy aspect I find right now is you can't go without it. You can't be a videographer without knowing marketing strategy, it without knowing yeah, all this. It's, 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 it's exactly it. Like, there's no point in spending three grand on a commercial that just sits on the shelf right. and nobody so, sees it. So just right? to conclude what, what I was trying to say before, now we're going back to why is this worth so little? Well, you're not getting little. You're getting a lot more. Guess what? The guy that's making your video is also a social media guru. Yeah. You know, He can spread your those video are, like wildfire those are two, if you Those want. are two separate skills. Though. Yes, those I, are massively I, two separate but skills. But this, this is what I'm trying to say. So, so if you... If, if you just listen to the guy that's producing the video, and I'm not saying this about everybody, I'm saying most people would experience, you know, want to take pride in the work that they do, yeah, and so they don't want everyone, video everyone or the picture does. to just burn people, in yeah. the internet, you know? They, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I keep knocking that microphone. <laughs> they don't want you to just, you know what I mean? Like, so if, if you pay me and you're undercutting me on the video that I'm producing for you, I will not want to help you to spread that video and that message, which will later help your business, will later help me, give me a better... But what Cam is saying is right. So like, for instance, the thing is, is what you're selling now is no longer production. It's no, no longer a product. What you're selling what is saying. marketing. It's you're selling an integrated right. media product. So you're selling something integrated, completely yeah. different. So attaching time yeah. to it is shooting yourself on the foot, in the foot. Yeah, yeah. Because the guys, I mean? like, I was like, yeah, what are you hiring you overvalue. Like, when some guys come up to me and say, I need you to, like, I need a product i was just like okay you need me to market this thing or are you just looking to hire me as just you just need a guy with a camera exactly because if you need right. a guy with a camera yeah these are my day rates well you can you can write <laughs> like, i'll just yeah, i'm just like happy. i'm Let's literally gonna show up, but then they get mad because they're yeah, just they're like, like you show up with a camera yeah. they show up with a camera and uh, and the stuff and they say okay well, what are we gonna do I'm like I don't know yeah, didn't you I'm produce camera, yeah. I'm like I'm your cameraman you paid me day I'm like, rate I'm here I'm, I'm like okay, you know what no 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 no, no. Who, where's in, your producher straight Look, up in, in, in these, <laughs> where's your producer at? where's your producer in, hey, hey in these guys defense though they probably don't know the difference between a producer an editor they don't a because too many of these guys are coming in as one and they're selling themselves as one and they don't know the difference I thought I had a video and they probably have a misconception of what what we do is you know they people still think that media and ads and stuff is related to TV and broadcast, yeah. which cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars back in the days. Yeah. Now the platforms are much different. The platforms are free, yeah. free, you know? So you can produce, you can spend, instead of spending $20,000 on getting an ad on TV, you can spend a quarter of that money on a nice, decent video yeah. and have someone put it on your social yeah, media and you get a better free, return for so your this buck. is the thing. Hey, and guys are watching out this, like, even though social media is free, it's not free. No. It costs Takes you time. time. It costs you time. It costs you time. Like, so if if you get content, what you need is content and you need content consistently. consistently. So you can't just have like one video and play it a million times because no. people no. will go like, I'm tired And the algorithms will reject you. Well, yeah, I'm so. going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface that even one more time. I'm going to say quality content Quality content. Because yeah. you quality can throw original, out, anything's content. I can organic, take a picture of my original ass. Content. That's content. Sure, sure. But like, and that's the problem that I see a lot of is that 
is that a lot of businesses will accept a, a real, really meager, meager level of production because they're just like, well, we don't care. We just need a video. Or they don't know like, better. They don't know yeah, better. They don't know, know better. better. Or, they, or the guy, they, they, they don't, they want to pay so little that they only get the services that yeah, they get. Th- yeah. And so I think as, as an industry together, as everybody that produces video, we need to actually kind of educate our clients better about the processes and the things that we do. And, you know, going through where, where you're going through that idea of pricing and itemizing and, and literally going through and saying, okay, this and this and this and this and this, if you do that, you're going to, you're going to have an easier sell than if you walk in and go one video, 1000 bucks. But if you go through and you break it all down into the various component pieces and the parts and what <laughs> it is and all that. one video might be $10,000. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> sure. And but and yeah, what, what I'm saying is, is that, that by that. breaking it down, you're coming from, from a place that's, that's, that's clear and you're communicating exactly what it is that you did. Yeah. So if they now look at that invoice and they go, well, what are they going to say? Yeah, well, they can start deleting stuff. Then they yeah, understand then they and say, go, like, well, okay, well, uh, okay, well, do I need to pay uh, $750 for the day for this guy to record audio? I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. You kind of do if you want good audio. Good audio. Yeah. If you want a guy to actually record your audio, yeah. uh, okay. Uh, do I have to pay for these two cameramen? I'm just like, well, if you want an extra angle, yeah. you know, and it's a live event, you might want to have two exactly. camera operators. Yeah. Like you start explaining yeah. stuff, and people understand now the value of the product. Yeah, because right? now they're getting now they're now they're seeing an attached value. It's like input output. Yeah. And as soon as a client begins to start to see that, I think you're able to put yourself in this position where you're able to change their mind. Yeah. Where you're able to at least make them see what it is you're doing. Yeah. But if you, again, don't roll in there and just be like, you know, I'm going to do a video, 500 bucks. You know, that's the worst Go work for Skip the do. Dishes. Well, or I'm going to do a video of five grand or whatever it is. Yeah, but, you, is you, but people forget too, like you might, uh, you might price yourself out of a job that way too. Because there's, there's, there's certain things that happen when you're bidding. Like this is the thing. So when you're bidding like bigger clients, when you're bidding, you got to be looking at. Um, storyboarding. Oh yeah, you got to be looking at. So all of these are different jobs. Property. What's all a big these... client? So what would you consider a big client? Well, this he just said skip the dishes yeah. is one, right? So skip the dishes just did a big huge campaign on their commercial, right? Yeah. So that commercial that they did was not a cheap commercial. Nope. Oh, I've never right? seen that. I've never right? seen that. So that. Is that on TV from... or is that on? Yeah, I usually say anything over five grand. The guy from anything over five grand is considered a big. The guy from Mad Men is in it too. I've never seen that. Yeah, but like you got to be looking at like okay, so if you go into an agency, there's different ways you can go about it. Most of those companies, what they'll do is they'll go to an agency. Yeah. And the agency doesn't have any producers on staff. Nope. No, they, they hire it all out. They, all they do is they're the brain putting people so behind. They, yeah. they, it's, it's a service. It's a service. Yeah. It's, it's like a service. there's no back end. There's no stock. There's, there's no. Uh... So what happens is, is they try, okay, hey, yeah, oh, yeah, it's $30,000 for us just to come up with the idea. And then, so these guys, and, and guys their, and their whole business is based off online interaction. Yeah, yeah. So they autom- they understand that that what it takes. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they understand that people need to be on their phones constantly. Yeah, yeah. So what does it take to get people on their phones constantly? You got to give them original content. You got to give them something creative. You yeah. Gotta give them and you got to tell stuff. them a story, right? And you got to come up with exactly. good stories. So, so, so like, like you said, storyboarding. So you need a story writer. You need yeah. a storyboarder. You need yeah. you, then you need a proper director. Yeah. A good director knows how to basically take a crew. So if you think of like in terms of video, like any construction site the director is your super he's the yeah. guy that's there telling people what to do and where to go and keep everyone working 
yeah. because you're going to have, you know, your camera operator, you're going to have your sound There's guy, a lot going you're gonna on have, there. You're going to oh, yeah. have your, your slate, you're going to have your, your dip, your yeah. the guy who's Gaffers, doing your, your transfer, the, you're doing your lighting guys. Like, your boom. Your boom. This is all if you want everything to happen, like if you have a lot of stuff going on and you want it all to happen now. Yeah. yeah. If you want it to happen now and yeah. want it to flip it and you want good quality. Otherwise, if you get one guy, you got one guy running around with lights, he spends... He spends five, six hours moving shit around. Yeah. Before yeah. He, he even, he's burnt by the time, by the second anything. take, he's done. Like, yeah. yeah. And then you have an actor that's sitting around there twiddling waiting. their thumbs, waiting. Yeah. And yeah. that actor's getting paid. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You yeah. know, like, so, like, there's. And they're getting so, annoyed. So, we can't, so we, can't blame, annoyed. we can't blame the industry for wanting to cut down on, you know, so the more, the more po- uh, polyvalent. Is that prevalent. 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 Just someone who can do many things. Like, oh, yeah. Pro- yeah. proficient? Proficient, you are. You know, like, uh, in French, we say polyvalent. Yeah. So I don't know how to say it in but English. That, but but that, so, the, so the more things you can take on, the better it is. It becomes this, the cruise, like you said, become from 30 to 3, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And each guy does six different things, you know? Yeah. Those guys deserve to be paid more. They, yeah. they deserve to get, you know what I mean? So, well, I so, mean, so the, the value of a production should be depends. It depends, though, the, too. The, because that, but yeah, saying that they should be paid, okay, the crew of 10 people, it's going to be way better. Crew of three people. Way better at 10. Like, to say... To I'm, say, I'm saying yeah. it took 10. Now it takes three. But no, yeah, but it doesn't, but a though. a crew it's of eight. 10 now? Depends how big the production is. Yeah, it really you, depends how big it is. You have to look at it, though, too, because you remember you're watering down the production. Right. So it doesn't matter. So a guy who has the knowledge of, of 10 guys, yeah. whatever, he's not an expert. He's no. not 10 guys. He's not 10 guys. You're right. He's not an expert in 10 things. True. If you get a camera guy who's an expert in just camera, he doesn't touch anything else. Yeah. That guy's gonna give you the shot, and he's gonna give it like crisp, and yes. it's gonna be perfect. Right. You get one guy who has to pay attention to the camera, and he has to figure out the audio. Yes. He's gonna make a mistake. Yeah. You got a lighting guy. True. Yeah, there's, there's a lot too many things going it. on. He's True. gonna make. A... I worked in the Olympics back in uh, in 2010. The Olympics Here? was in Vancouver. Vancouver nice. yeah. The Olympics was such a big organization. This is why I didn't like TV because those organizations are so big. Yeah. Those productions are so big. That literally your job is to push this one button yeah. yep. anyway. and don't fuck up. Yeah. If you that fuck a wrangler up, for the Olympics? If I'd you like fuck that. up that one button, you just costed someone their job. Yeah. Or you, oh, like, yeah, you, yeah. you, or you just fucked up the whole sequence. You yeah. can yeah. fuck up everything, yeah. right? Because you, you just screwed you up just, 10 you million missed, You missed the game-winning goal for Sidney yeah. Crosby. That's like, happened. Oh, Imagine if that goal got missed. because He's saying it's happened. No, it's happened. It's the Olympics. What? No, dude. I want to hear this. You didn't see that? What happened is a guy's filming and the guy scores and he cheers. He's so like, he oh, so he cheers. drops so the Oh, and the camera just dropped down. The camera down. Just goes, ah! like everyone cheers. I'm like, fuck. And, you yeah, know, the directors like go, where's this is my yeah. fucking yeah. shot? You know? Wow, I never shot. thought about that. Because the people on those big cameras are humans too. They're watching the game. Unfortunately. I know you're like, yo, this is so terrible. I know you're saying they're humans, but they're not. They're not, no. Like, like real, like. I don't know. I've 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 seen a lot of these guys that ride the cameras for like the big sports, the big sports rigs and stuff. Those guys are robots, man. They're are like, they? Hey? They're incredible. Apparently, somewhere. that guy well, wasn't though. That well, guy, no, he well, was he was caught in the moment. But you know what I'm was. saying, though, like, because that's an intense but, moment, but right? it's it's those are the type of guys where, where like you're doing something so often, so frequently, yeah. that it's become second nature. Yeah. You're not even thinking anymore. They're no. literally just that, playing dead. At yeah. that point, they're playing dead because they're literally your brain's on autopilot and they're literally like they're just there. Yeah. It has to be like that, that big of a production. You though. have to because like you you're basically yeah. running the neural pathways over and over and over and over and over and over. 
it would, so you can't make a mistake. That's some shit on a world scale, though. Like, well, you need to have the system that's down That's what I like about this industry stupid, also right? is that when you start off, you do so much, and then that thing becomes a small little pyramid to the point where you're just like, why is this guy getting paid $75,000 a year to push one button? Yeah. Well, it's because you can count on him to push yeah, that goddamn he's never button. Gonna the best goddamn <laughs> button pusher in the fucking world. And if world. that button breaks, <laughs> if that button breaks, that guy's going to Yeah, he'll be able to do I had a problem like that where I had a guy and I was so, so I was funny. so mad because I brought this guy out. I brought this guy out to help me out. And I was so mad. And so uh, all his only job, only job as a cameraman is to keep in focus. It's your only job. Yeah. And it was a static locked camera. Oh fuck. And I'm just like, and I'm interviewing Kevin Lowe. And I'm there, and I'm not paying attention to the camera because I'm thinking, right. easy job. Yeah, this yeah. Is and the job. shit's blurry. I gave him one thing. thing to do. Dude, I gave him one thing. This thing, the car in the background was so sharp, bro. Oh. It was so sharp. And I'm just like, I couldn't oh. see who you were talking to. No. And he didn't notice? No, he's like, oh, the sun was in my eyes. And yeah. I'm like, dude, you got to let us know. Like, yeah. if you don't think it's in focus, you don't just you basically just like, yeah. you don't just be like, oh, I don't know if it's in yeah. focus. Let's hope it is. No. You have to say, yo, let me just check the focus before we get yeah, started. Exactly. You know, yeah. like yeah. you have to stop everything because now all of a sudden I lost my main guy that I want to yeah, do the interview with. If you change your glasses, you know, let us know also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy uh, smokes, a, man. Uh, like I was just like, you know, and I, yeah. also, I also almost felt bad for the guy because he, he, he knew he messed up. If I ever watch like uh, yeah. TV with this guy or anything like that, it's so funny because like, yeah. it's like, no, something goes on and yeah. he's, he'll just be like, fuck. That's, he's like, this camera guy sucks. Like, you're watching a sporting event. He's like, man, this guy's out of focus. I'm telling you, I was watching <laughs> episode like, eight. The, the freaking 360 camera was right here. And it's just a little bit like this. And I'm just watching and I'm, I'm praying to God that I can pick up on what you guys are saying. But my ADD is just like, that fucking camera's going to get the whole fucking time. But that's also why yeah. we do what we do, right? Like yeah. paying it, the small details and all that stuff. That's part of like what... But we, so, I, had yeah, a, so. I had a roommate that was like that. I used to watch back when I was in Toronto. I used to like, I used to be so engaged in the commercials, like so engaged. Like he could, like we, like I'd tune right out and I'd be That's, watching these commercials. Holy! And crap. he's talking to me. He's talking to me. He's talking to me. And then I go, what? And he goes, he goes. Jesus Christ, it was a commercial. Yeah, and I'm you're just like, like, that's the best part. But that's like, what I love to yeah. watch. Oh, you know? dude, that's what I'm learning my to watch. I watch commercials my too, bro. I'm like, how did they do this? I learned yeah. English yeah. watching commercials. Yeah. Like, I, no love yeah, I, I love it. Really really I love this one. I love the psychology. Everything. The colors, the sound, how the volume used to go up back in the 90s, like late 90s. When a commercial would come in, the volume would just go... Like yeah, super high up. I, feel bad. I'm I was not like, that's a good technique. In the industry, like, sort of. Catch people. Your mom's washing dishes. She goes, oh, that's a Paul Molivad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that actually, because like I used to have people ask me to do that. Because can you just crank all the levels? Like, yeah, yeah. so they basically wanted to crush all the levels and then just bring them all <laughs> bring to the top, up, yeah. so it's just loud. All the all way, way through, through and yeah, you're yeah, just right. like, so there's no variance in audio. So yeah. You know, some audio guys just pulling his hair out when that yeah, happens, you know? I don't know. Yeah. So I just want to go back to the point where you're saying, you know, you get a good camera guy and you pay him to do that one thing. So where does that fit in in terms of like, let's say you come up to me, you say, hey, I got $800 just to be cheap a little bit, yeah. you know, like, because it is cheap. $800 to make an ad, let's say a one minute ad for a place, you know? So now you got $800 that you got to spend. Now you know you're, you're capable of shooting yourself. You know you're capable of pulling a little bit of sound. Lighting is an effect, you know, blah, blah, blah. So how much in that percentage is yours and how much should you well, be able to outsource, you know? That, that's tough though because it depends. Like it depends on a thing. Like how long, how long for an $800 thing, right. I probably might be only able to get about an hour 
maybe a two hour shoot out of that. Yeah. yeah. That's all I can get. So that yeah. means I'd have to have it like really storyboarded and ready to go. I'm ready to go. And then I, I would, the majority of the money you'd want to keep for your editor because you don't want to. That's the longest. That's the longest timeline you're gonna get. Yeah. It's usually two for one for on yeah. that. But like, True. so like usually you break you you're breaking your shooters down into like hourly rates, half day rates, and full day rates. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's like how you normally break them down. But uh, getting having a good videographer on yeah. your team like that you can send out as a one man show that at least will get you the content you, yeah, need, that you need. Then then you're you're okay because like. And that's what really what we are. We're not cameramen anymore. We're videographers, right? That's what I'm. This a is videographer is different than a camera. Yeah. Operator. A camera operator is the guy who basically shows up, yeah. sets up the hockey game, and then yeah. follows the and game. He doesn't have to think about anything. No. He's got one shot, that's and it. he follows that shot. And a data wrangler will come in after, take all that data, and transfer it into digital, put it yeah. in a box. And the other guy takes the box and takes. But it as off. a videographer, videographer should be making more than a camera operator, yeah. because yeah. a camera operator is like brain literally dead. brain dead. And it's simple, simple job. Yeah, Videography takes. As a videographer, and here's the thing too, is like to be a good videographer, you have to be a good editor. Yeah. Because That's it. if you're and not a storyboard ahead of time, yeah. so that you're you not a good waste yeah. Time. If you're yeah. not a good editor, like if you, you don't know how to did edit, you take some of my classes. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have. Well, well, that's, I, mean, that's, I taught that the, for all the twelve years that I I was out there. I taught that very same thing that you just said. Yeah. Well, this is a, I learned this too. Like time before I started going thing, to school, yeah. like I used to work with a wedding guy who did analog tape. Yeah. And he taught me. To shoot the tape. Yeah. So what happens is he, when I was, because it was analog tape. So when you're recording tape, so there's certain parts of the wedding that you just don't want to waste time, um, uh, waste time uh, editing. Yeah. You, like so you go out with a shot so longer list shots. in order. No. So yeah. So literally, you you do what? So there's a certain thing. It's called the waltz, right? So in this one, I learned from Nate, but we used to do it back in the thing. So I'm curious. I never heard. So of the that waltz before. is basically you do a wide shot, a medium shot. And then three tight shots. Yeah. So it's a wide, medium, tight, tight, tight. Oh, okay. And then you repeat. So one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two. Yeah, and then you repeat it. Yeah. And then you go back to a wide, establishing a medium. So you say, okay, this is this is the scene, this is the the action, uh, and then these are the so three details. Editing, it's, it's yeah. And literally when you set up, yeah. and when you basically are shooting it, you literally shoot it like that, and you literally shoot five and you five second shot it. Yeah. So you're literally shooting to edit. Yeah. So what happens is and I I do this a lot too, like so when I'm doing like documentary style stuff. Yeah. All I do is I take my documentary footage and I lay it down and I cut it in trim. in linear order and, and I literally just trim everything That's it, same and thing, I yeah. go this clip trim 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 here, delete yeah. trim, and, trim, the, trim, and so the delete. line is already set it's up ready and I just literally order yeah, it's and all cut yeah. and all of a sudden it's just it just yeah. shrinks and shrinks and shrinks. You know shrinks. what I started doing and on my DSLRs now is there's a function which is like a four second shot or six, eight second shot so it makes it all into one video. So every time I press my button, it goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yeah. or whatever. And but it puts it all into one file. Yeah. So at the end, I get okay. When we were in this section, here's the video from that section. Yeah. Here's that's, the video. That's how it was that's done. With honestly, the, that's it how, helps. That so saves so much time. That's how, oh, really does. That's how it really does. That's how it was done when it was analog. Because you had yeah. to save space. Because you had space. to tape. Yeah. So you, you had, had to tape. So space. when you're doing like the like the receiving line. Yeah. Fuck cares about the receiving line. Oh, but they want the receiving line. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, right, right, I want to see everyone shaking hands. So yeah. they're just like, instead of editing that 20 minute yeah. piece, you just edit you the, just tape. the tape. So then you shoot straight the tape. So when the tape comes, your 20 minute shooting so time turns into a, like a yeah. four minute video clip that's yeah. already edited to tape. Yeah. And then you just take that and just drop and it in there. That's still as good right now as it was with analog as it is with digital Absolutely, pretty much. Man. Because I mean, it's, I tape, it's, time, it's time management, right? Like the implementation of what you just said, digitally now with the equipment we all use, is so much easier and so much better. Now. Yeah, but you don't. But they don't understand the. Concept. Do you think the people don't know that? That's because 
And this is like where being old helps, <laughs> right? Or being experienced. Experienced helps. is yeah. what he meant because to say. Because <laughs> without us knowing that older technology, we would have never experienced that, and we would have never understand understood the fundamental, like, methodology behind that that makes so much sense. Yeah. And going now forward into into all the cool technology that we have now, those fundamentals still exist exist yeah time management will always be even time better now because True. less people use them now than they did back then True. Uh, to, add, to add to that do you think there's any um you know how things kind of go full circle sometimes oh, yeah. do you think there's any need if you were to show up to a shoot with a giant rig and two reels spinning on your shoulder or some shit like that do you think like anyone do you think there'd be a need in do, you like, think, do you think we're getting so advanced? People I think, are like, yo, I think an in, analog video would be sick to I have. I think in industries well, like, uh, like fashion and, uh, and uh, so, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, there are people creatively now who are really like, okay, I want to shoot in film now. Yeah. Or I want to shoot I've 8 seen, millimeter I, I, and then pull it back to video. I'm in yeah, the same thing. And I want to do the same stuff too. Like, I'd yeah. love to go shoot a bunch of sure. 16. Reverse like, engineering. Well, I have, like I have that, that, that Sony Handicam. So the biggest, thing, the biggest thing that cheap. I would be interested yeah. into doing. High 8. The yeah. high 8 cams yeah. Yeah. and like the old high 8 cams. Yeah. But what I'd like, I have an old beta cam, right? Yeah. And what I'd be interested in doing is shooting with an old beta cam. But with like taking that beta cam to its maximum capabilities yeah. with the best lighting. Yeah. So you light everything to the best that it can and you mm. use that beta cam to the best of its abilities. Right. And all of a sudden you'd have this real artistic little film that would and, be like super and so cool. I, yeah. I, th I think in industries like, like fashion and, and music, you know, that's becoming a big thing right now, where it's yeah. like people are literally downscaling it quality. It looks vintage. So yeah, it looks exactly. vintage. You shoot so, something so and it looks like it yeah. was from shot back Absolutely. in the 80s. Yeah, that's it, because yeah. you're using a camera from the 80s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Thank God for adapters. For like, like, like going full well, circle. it's a stylistic thing. Now, right? yeah, just like any style. trends, just yeah, like, like style, just like it, colors, patterns, you know, color palettes. I can hear analog audio versus digital. Like I can... I love it. You can, I love analog. You can sample digitally all you want. If it, if this, the warmth of the needle doesn't pick up on a sample. I love the. T -t 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 there you go. You know what I mean? I can so, hear it. Some, so exactly. So that's become you know, sought like after in a sense. audio tape, man. Yeah. It's just like there's just a something to it. Is that is that the nerd in us thinking, no, or does the masses no. give a shit about it's, that? Or I is think that it's just you know what? Okay, so you know what ends up happening. So our, so I'll give you guys a little bit of a rundown. A rundown. So. So MP3, for instance, from wave files. Okay, yeah. so wave file has all the frequencies inside of it. Yeah. MP3. So our brain only picks up certain frequencies. So it hears the frequency, and then the next like twenty, like twenty or thirty frequencies after that, that first initial pitch. Just nothing. We don't hear it. Yeah, we don't hear it. We don't yeah. register it, yeah. anyways. So you hear it, but you don't. You don't register exactly. it, right? So what happens is, is what MP3 does is it pulls all that information out and it strips it. So what happens is the file's smaller. Yeah. So you listen to yeah, an yeah. MP3, it sounds hollow. Yeah. Like you can hear the song, but you're just like, something's missing, missing it's yeah. hollow. And then the wave file has way more all fullness. All that emptiness to it. Yeah. Depth, yeah. And then like, and yeah. then you go into the analog, the analog is full all the way through, so you get this nice, the noise in there. How does that compare to video? Cool. Well, what Video works the same way. They yeah, can, that's where the compression comes with in. Your too, with your eyes? Your noise, right? So when graininess you, so and like, all those. Well, like you can't, yeah, the graininess and the pixelization, yeah. like yeah. you're pulling the pixels down and stuff. So like doing like um, uh, an H.264 compression. Yeah, yeah is way lower than doing a raw compression, yeah, right? For sure. So like raw is like, you know, like a raw two compression or whatever, you have way more information to manipulate yes, definitely, yeah. than you do with, with an H264. Well, you're too yeah. Yeah, 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 you're, you're using a frame 
per frame, frame per frame rather than like, a, what is it, like a, is it interlaced or? or which or one, for which? Versus, per, raw versus, you know, not raw, it's basically, it's, just the it's frame per frame. It's the amount of information that's there, the color information. So there's four, there's four channels of information. You have your, uh, you have your color, uh, your, ga your, your gamma, gamma and, yeah. um, so there's the, the color, the gamma, what else is in there? Uh, four, four, like it's. Uh, Aspect. It's your, it's your color. Yeah. Your, your, your ga the, the, the gamma setting. And the saturation And the hue and saturation. There's hue, saturation, hue and saturation. Hue and saturation, and yeah, yeah exactly. Saturation, contrast, and yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, and then usually there's like in terms Which are the four basic elements of photography in the sense, yeah. right? So yeah, 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 yeah. So like there's four different channels. So like yeah. normally most cameras shoot in what's called a 4-2-2 split. Yes. Yeah. So like uh, so like all of the information is not there. Yeah. And then like some, and the higher end cameras shoot a 4 4, four. Yeah which is uh, like, a f that's full. It's yeah. full color space. Full color space, you yeah. see everything. Yep. And like, and so you can go and get that color if you want to yeah. pull it out and get better contrast. If you want to edit the color, stuff, yeah. Yeah. you can want to put more of yeah. it in, you can take more of it yes. out, yes. like that's where. You have more to work with. Way yeah. more to work more with. More information, right? like so you said, yeah. So like, these are all the technical side of things that you know yeah. people don't, like they don't know, they just like, give me a video. Like it's so common now, and so many people are pulling their phones out and getting nice video. Well, your, your video, phone. your phone, his phone, I don't know what's called a Wowie, or is a Chinese thing? Yeah. Chinese, <laughs> Chinese, oh, it's a Wowie. Chinese Wowie. spy device. It's a Chinese yeah. spy device, Chinese, yeah. yeah. No, it's just a cell Chinese phone. Chinese yeah, this guy's, this guy's mad at me with my freaking iPad that I have, and I got Yo, your thing is listening to us. Yeah, you're, you're in with China right now. The yeah, but they're not on. listening to me. Yes, I can't talk to my phone. There is some poor sap who's in charge of like somehow going through and just doesn't Hey, as long as they're not listening China. in sap. Yeah, that's, they're thinking they're talking to us about right China. now. Yeah, exactly. No. And he's like, oh yeah, he said something about blah, blah, blah. China. Listen, like people, Make see, this notes. is the funny thing. People think it was like, <laughs> no, oh yeah, they're not, not listening like to this. I'm like, it's not that they're listening. It's the it's collecting. The collecting the collecting. data yeah, and the it. collecting the data and it's and it's the computer is just basically thrown in a database and the computer is yeah. working off analogs exactly from that data. Yeah. You mean algorithms? Algorithms, algorithms yeah. yeah. It's running on algorithms on this data. And what <laughs> happens is is that like you know as well as I do, is this when you type in shooting, the guy got me available for shootings next week. Best believe You know, it's like you're all the info somebody's looking at your stuff. But but it's not but it's not even that someone's looking at let's say for instance for some reason let's say for some reason there's something that you feel really strongly about. Yeah. And so you stand up and you wanna protest against it. Yeah. The guys in charge will go, Hey, Drown it. What's up with this guy? Yeah, yeah. Check out all the history on him. Yeah, shut up. Now around. they're gonna go oh, and they're so, gonna yeah. back check everything exactly. that you, now they have everything that you've yeah. had all for the past ten. He years. also hates the Oilers. You know, like, get him. No. <laughs> so that's the thing, and all of a sudden you're just like, holy smoke! So like, yeah, so it, if yeah. one person stands up, it's very easy to like do what's called like a, uh, like a digital assassination on that person. Yeah. Have so you ever watched totally, uh, yeah, totally right. what's that? Uh, not Morgan Freeman. Jeez. Uh, Will Smith, Enemy of the State. You ever watch yeah, that? Yes, of course. Cool yeah. Do you remember when the what Enemy did they do to him? Enemy of the State, Eagle Eye is also another good movie that's like. You could just shut him down while he's walking down the street. Yeah. Be like everything's Credit card's off. gone. Everything. Yeah, remember that? And they were they were ruining nothing. his they were ruining his uh, his image, yeah. his public image. Yeah. I've seen what right. they've done to Gaddafi. You don't gotta impress me any more longer than that. I'm just like, if you yeah. can take a good man like Gaddafi and burn him and ruin his reputation. You know, I'm sold on this. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they took out Gaddafi because he was gonna you, the, all the gold. I'm like, he wants to go. He wants gold, right? I'm just, so I'm he's gonna switch the currency like and petroleum dollars. What are you, you nuts? He wanted to. 
Yeah. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine if the Americans had to basically buy gold in yeah. order to get oil from yeah. the, from Mr. Gaddafi? Uh, how much will the petroleum quality cost? Uh, like I mean, they would have been know. they would have been bankrupt. They would have been is, done. Is, I, I, we can't I, have I, that. I do, I, I'm just thinking it's common knowledge that that Saddam Hussein and Gaddafi were both taken down for exactly the same reason. Oh, Chavez. And it had absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with anything political. It had everything to do with. Well, you want to be uh, you want to be independent and, and you want upsetting. The you want to be sovereign and independent. How dare you? And this is the thing when you're talking about politics. This is the last episode of yeah. your fucking podcast, yeah. by the way. When you're talking, we po- all disappear. <laughs> yeah. When you're talking politics, politicians Fuck. are just a buffer between the people who run the business yeah. and they it, run a buffer. I call because it a red you can't you can't you can't run a country. That's true, you can't actually, run, red herring. That's a name. Yeah. You can't run an actual an actual agenda in four years. It's impossible. Yeah. You have to do it over 50 yeah, years. Uh, and in order to do years, a 50, yeah. yeah, 10 or 10, 15 yeah. years, like you have to do this. Like, yeah, so in order right. to do that, you need to throw people that you need to throw like, like a red harem in front that's yeah. saying this guy's in charge. He's not in charge. Yeah, he's just collecting a paycheck. You know, <laughs> he's collecting a paycheck. And not only that, but the paycheck he's collecting from the public is small yeah. compared to the paycheck he's collecting from, from the homeboys. Yeah, exactly. the home yeah. the these guys, <laughs> these politicians are making millions and millions exactly. of dollars. I'm like, how are they making millions when their paycheck's only like 200,000? Yeah. You know, like, people, are like, they're, they're like, the petroleum's really high. And the government is like, do you know gay people are getting married? Like, that's yeah. something you should be looking into. Yeah, and it's like, it's just distract you from how can we have that? something else. And if that doesn't distract you, let's distract you with this other thing. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Spe- speaking of distractions, let's, uh, how did we get this? There's, have you guys, uh, seen the new uh, dr- drunk driving laws going on? Oh, the I know it's kind of I know it's kind of wild, but like so, we so were a lot of people think here. that they can just go into your house and like you know give you an alcohol they test. And well, yes, but no, but they're, first mean, of all, you need a warrant to go into my house. I don't care what no. law you make up. No, no, no. So, so we're talking so, about the drunk driving. Where, where, so yeah. this, so what ends up happening? So for instance, if Cam was at the at a restaurant drinking and he left, but that's probable cause. That's, hold on that's, a second. And he left. Yes. And I made a phone call and I said, hey. Cameron was at the restaurant drinking, and you went to right? And drove you yeah. Cameron maybe not had been drinking, yeah. but he went home yeah. and then started drinking. drinking yeah. And it's been an hour or two, and the cop right. goes and knocks on his door. Right. And he says, hey, uh, we need to take a breathalyzer from you. Yeah. He says, why? And he's just oh. like, well, we have reason to believe that you left, uh, left and, and you, were driving drunk. Yeah. you were driving yeah. drunk. And he goes, well, no, I... I was he, drinking sodas. So I, I was drinking gin and... I wasn't drinking, and I'm just like... He goes, well, I have a breath. He goes, well, I've been drinking here at home. Yeah. And it says, well, then you you blow over. Yeah. So you're considered right there being, you're now guilty. You, you can't refuse the you breathalyzer You can't refuse either. the breathalyzer because if you refuse the breathalyzer, it's uh, it's, an, it's an automatic admission of guilt. Admission of guilt. So you now, this is where this is where the Constitution kicks into place where it's just right. like, now we're guilty before proven innocent. Right. Exactly. Instead of innocent it, until it proven won't, guilty. Exactly. It so won't it's unconstitutional it won't still to this point. Court. That's what The I'm first person to challenge it through court will win. So then why did they pass it in the first place? Well, that's what's going to happen. I don't know if you guys know this, but this is all part of part of the the um, the the martial law. I don't know. No, this is like part <laughs> of like the, the the fear of the devil's lettuce. Oh, you think I, that has to do well, with it? I call it, 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 it fear mongering. Yeah, no, let's listen. Yeah, let's listen. Yeah, yeah. So you have a, a number of organizations. You have the people who are against drunk driving, and then you have the people who are against smoking cigarettes, right? And then you have the people whose livelihood is around making technologies and collecting money from drunk driving and keeping people off the road. And you know, I like, think that's what it's all about. There's a business all in, involved all a business. with that. So you right? think it's about collecting so, more? 
what, money is that it well there it's it's a part it's it's because i guarantee you right now you need a warrant to come this to my is, house this is like, this I is guarantee this is what this. i this is what i honestly think is actually going on okay so the thing is is that and this is what i believe is happening is like what happens is they want to remove more drunk drivers off the street but you yeah. cannot you cannot force anyone to take a breathalyzer right. until you charge them with something. Exactly. Yeah. So I have to already assume that you're drunk, drunk yeah. Yeah. and I have to charge prove you for it, it and, and then it. I have to, and I give you the opportunity to um, to fight it yeah. before I give you the ticket right. by taking the breathalyzer, which I think is fair. Sure. But the problem with that is now is that police officers now are with the weed stuff yeah. is that someone could be impaired and they don't know whether they are impaired or they're not impaired. Right. They don't have a clue. So they can't give them a ticket saying that they're that they're they're drunk or yeah, whatever under the influence yeah. under the influence they can't yeah, give them a ticket yeah. for it because they have no um they have no proof they, have no, reason, they have no probable cause yeah, no. so what happens is is now they're they're bypassing that by saying it, no yeah. I can just say take my breathalyzer the breathalyzer and, doesn't and give you uh, I don't read have to, on it though it doesn't give you what no. your it doesn't you, you need a blood you need a blood I, sample I understand that but it. It's just, it's just, it's just saying it's, we're it's, 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 it's laying getting, the ground. It's laying the ground that. rules yeah, for yeah, that. This is, that's is not good. This yeah, is not good. They, they, they use cannabis. Go further than they use cannabis to extend the laws in in drunk driving. Drunk, yeah. drunk. And and nobody seemed to care. Everybody seemed to go, oh, whatever. Because they're too and, high. And part of it is, is because there was a, a huge amount of the Canadian population that when they made cannabis legal, they thought, well, fuck you, assholes. We're going to remake it legal because we don't agree with it being legal. So we're going to come up with all this bullshit to make it illegal and difficult. And the, the drunk driving people were like, holy fuck, now's our chance to slip this thing in where we can kind of really stop those drunk drivers. Well, I don't think no, it's no, a drunk what's gonna happen, don't care about okay, drunk so drivers. What's going to happen is this. Okay, So it, for all you guys, I'll, I'll tell you a bit we're of the future. Controversial <laughs> What's going to happen right now is they're preparing people to be able to take the breathalyzers now because they're already trying to. They're, I, I'm sure of it that they're looking to get a device yeah. that they can basically uh, figure out whether someone's under the influence without of, touching of them, weed, without, even without having weed, without having to actually prick them. Yeah. Because the biggest problem is is giving someone blood. You can't, I can't break that. That's consent. Yeah, that's can't, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't How do you do take that. breath though? Isn't that is that does that have anything so, to do with DNA? Is there swabbing in there? If I get if I get stopped by a cop, I can call my lawyer and I ain't getting no breathalyzer. You know what I mean? I'll wait there until my lawyer shows up. I don't got to do nothing. Yeah. But that also puts you in trouble. You know what I mean? It doesn't make you look very good. Nobody wants to do that. No, so, so but, but in law, yeah. but that's what they're moving towards. Because exactly. as soon they're as they get the device, that, yeah. as soon as they get the device that basically can register uh, marijuana, yeah, from from like just that talking. stays in your system for thirty days though, I, does I, it not? I, I, you can you get a swab I mean, and this, get this both alcohol and marijuana insane, testing right now. Like, but I trust the Canadian legal system to sort all this out. I totally trust the Canadian legal system. Yeah, I don't mind out. the Canadian legal system. What I do mind is the freaking dumbass it's, cops that don't know the laws. Right, I know. That's and, the problem. And this that's is, yeah. is like, going to be a power problem. Abuse is gonna gonna be they power abuse. The yeah, legal yeah. system sorted out. And in the, in the meantime, cops are going to be like, Oh, everybody's stoned and drunk. Wow, you know. They're power trip. This I'm not letting no cop like like if I'm driving. To, you don't have to consent to it. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, Same. you are. You're getting hands behind your back in yeah, the back of the car. I, listen, man. Listen, yeah, in my can. car. Yeah, they do. They pull Sitting you in out my of the car. car. Listen, Good luck. I had <laughs> I had a cop one time, and I was just like, dude. What you're doing right now is highly illegal. Yeah. Like you cannot do this. What they forced you out of your car? Listen, he he asked me for all my 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 information. Yeah. I said, am I am I being arrested? Yeah. And he like, are you giving me a ticket or are you being arrested? And he goes, 
And he goes, no, I just need to know who you are. And I'm just like, no, well, don't. no, you don't. You yeah. don't need my information. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just like, just give me all your information or I'm going to arrest you for uh, obstruction. Uh, obstruction. I'm just like, dude, yeah. I'm like, unless I'm being charged with something, you don't need to know who I am. Yeah. I'm just, just like, because what it is. Yeah. So what happened was, is uh, like, they I get all a, frazzled when you do they that. Get frazzled well, they get frazzled because they, 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 they don't want to let it go. They don't want it. So they all hired them upon that. And this is the reason why I didn't want to do it is because like, it was because like, uh, someone, someone assumed that I was trespassing on, on, uh, on their business property. Right. But I was actually asked to be there. Yeah. So I had to call someone to say, yo, you know, I'm here. Yeah. Tell your guy that I'm here because he called the cops on me, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, is that guy charging me? I'm just like, it doesn't matter whether I give you my information or not. I need the guy who authorized me to be here to be here to tell you what's going on. And then he basically is like, give me all your information. And he was just like, I'm like, then he was getting like very aggressive about it. He was getting very aggressive about it. And then he basically physically restrained me and threw me back in the car. Now, and the reason why I didn't want to give him my information is because the police officers have these little pads that basically they write a report, yes. incident yeah. reports. Yeah. And those incident reports, then they go back and they put them into co- the computer and say, this is what happened, this is what happened in my day. They put it, they put it into a database. Yeah. Yep. That database is not public no. uh, information. No. But every police officer can read it. So if my name is on that piece of paper and they do a search, yeah. and it pops up and it, pops like, up, and it says, hard time, this yeah. guy gave me a hard time, yeah. he was a dick, he did this, blah, blah, yeah. blah. All of a sudden, I'm like, like oh, now, yeah. I'm, now my, my interaction with that police officer, yeah. and, I don't know, probable and, cause. <laughs> and I don't know what he wrote. Yeah. So yeah. he could write whatever he wants, yeah. and I can't go to court to refute it. Right. I'm just like, I don't want to give you my name. I don't want my name in that database. Yeah, I'm just like, that's why I don't want my name in there. Yeah. I'm just like, did you tell him that? What's that? Did you tell him that? Probably not. It didn't even get that far, bro. It got into like, he threw me in cuffs. They threw me in the back of the car. They they, they, like manhandled. Manhandled. What is this, bro? I'm just like, this guy is. It's all about power. A grown up. I'm just like, I'm a grown up, man. I'm like, you manhandled me. This this 26 year old kid manhandled almost a 40 year old because because he was being told that what he was doing was highly illegal. Yeah. You know, it was highly illegal, and I just let it go because I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to even deal with. I this think thing. I think within their ranks and stuff like that, if they were to figure out, like the 26 year old guy, yeah. if the rest of the unit were to figure out that they that he lets you go, he'd probably get heckled and you're soft and you're this. Like the rest of yeah, the cops like would probably I don't be even like, know what it's like in. The, Listen, and, and, I don't, and I don't I know don't, whether they've got like some kind of like hazy. I have no idea what they it's just like to don't be a know. Hazy, yeah, some the thing is, is that they just don't no know. The thing is, is that the police officers think that because I'm a police officer, I'm above the law. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, you have to follow the same rules as everyone else. Why is police officers driving around texting and driving? That bothers the shit out of me. Okay, yeah, I got I'm a just, problem with that, that myself, times, and all. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and like, this is the this is the way I always believe <clears throat> policing to be, and I always hoped it to be, but it hasn't always worked out this way. Is that Police officers should be the ones that hold the law the highest of the highest regard. Yes. And that they would be the ones that would know every single detail and never deviate from that. Set the bar. It's like it's like if you're trying to be like this good religious priest, you can't be a change you want to see. You gotta be the change that you want to see in everyone else. Problems and and you know, you know, like, like you influencing political campaigns. You have to, you're, you're right. You're the leader. You're the one person. that everyone's supposed to look up to. Yeah. Yeah. But so, you don't because it happens is, is you become bullies. Yeah. And you bully people and you think people have to bow down to your will. And I'm just like, yeah. 
now you're creating this tension, this yeah. fight, and I'm just like, that's, that's it. And so these guys come into it with that knowledge already. Yeah. You know, like they're 26, they have social media, they have Facebook, they have Instagram as well. You know, they read this stuff. They that see their friends talking, them. saying yeah. fuck the yeah. fuck the police. Not that I'm saying it. Yeah. You know, but they see their friends saying fuck the police and all that stuff. You know, so they, it's you know, they see they see young people hating on cops, so they come into that idea knowing that you know, oh, there's a young guy in a nice car, or whatever. <laughs> He's probably <laughs> hating on us. So. So if you give him a lip, he's like, well, that's, you know, I expected that out of you. Yeah, well, yeah, you did it's, expect it. It, it comes from the culture. I was in the military for a while. Yeah. And even in the military, I had to leave because the culture was like that. Yeah. It was like, fuck the civilians. Yeah. You know, we're military. You know, like they called everyone civvies. Oh, I walk yeah. around my civvies. I'm just like, they, they, there's a d direct yeah. separation yeah. A that, yeah. a, 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 where they feel that yeah. they're better than civilians. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's the same thing. I would imagine I've never been in the police academies, but I would imagine from the military and the police, I, they're the way their ranking systems work. I imagine it would be the same ideology in there. And yeah. it's it's uh, and it's it's supposed to be you're supposed to be upholding the law, which means that you're the you're right. You're are you are the, you the role model. Blameless. Exactly. Blameless the, of the, the stuff. The best is when they chuck their lights on and go through a red light and then and then chuck them off or and the then keep driving or U-turns. U-turns is my favorite. Like, fuck out of here, man. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> they just go through right through the red light. It's like, uh, excuse uh, me. Geez. Or my I'm favorite. I'm walking here. My favorite. <laughs> I'm walking one, here. One, one thing that's happened to me with EPS is like, take for example, I'm just like at my house, apartment one time, and some lady from another apartment building comes running down and starts banging on my window. And I'm like, oh my God, here it goes. Open it up and she's like, blah, 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 my husband's beating me, blah, blah, blah. You go a big long hole and I'm like, it's Sunday morning, I haven't even had coffee yet, right? And so I'm like, she's going on and on and on and like she's obviously having to think. So I'm like, I'm gonna call the police. So I phone the police and say, look, you know, there's a lady here Apparently, she's been assaulted by her uh, husband, so I don't know whether she's... I don't know. She's on my doorstep and wants me to help her. I don't really know her. I've met her a couple of times. She's walked by with her dog. I don't know her. Yeah. So, the cop shows up, and all of a sudden now, I'm part of... I'm like, oh, he's you're like, you go now. inside, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna need you to, to lay down flat here. on your chest and, and I, spread and I your butthole. I said, I said, <laughs> hey, hey, no offense, no offense to everybody. Just making sure. Can you sure. guys just take it? Can you guys go away? Because this is my place and my balcony and my little yard, and I don't have anything to do with this. And and at that point, he starts looking around, and of course, you know, he sees like a, a joint, you know, ha like a half burnt old joint in my, you know, thing. And then he's starting to threaten me. Because it's and Sunday he's morning. starting to threaten me. <laughs> he and he's going to arrest me for like drugs and shit. Right? <laughs> right? And so here I am with this lady who just got her ass beat by her loser husband. He just kept talking about the joint that's on your thing. And then the cop comes in and he's now he's he's insinuating that I'm the one that's beating this woman. And well, had I'm you shared one, your joint with them, like, nobody would have gotten into like a Sunday fight. Sunday morning, and I'm like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Take the hysterical woman away, and you, <laughs> sir, also go away, go away. You too. And I just kept saying that to them. Go he's away. Like this, he's like, and he was, I'm gonna need job, motherfuckers. While, get, he get out to, my porch. He starts to gather that, like, he's like, okay, wait a second, like, you don't really. I'm like, I don't know her. <laughs> 
And you're I like, know who motherfucker, she is. Like, I called the police. I met her police. a couple times walking by with her dog. And then the cop still I'm is dying. just like, as if somehow it was all my doing. He's like, somebody's getting and arrested. And he kind of looks at me I'm and he's kidding. like, he's like, you know, don't make me have to come back here. And I'm like, make I'm like, what the fuck would you come back here for? What I'm like, I'm sitting here, no coffee. Obviously, I haven't smoked a joint. Like, I'd like to just rip into this guy. And I can't because you're sitting here in front of my patio. Had he smoked that joint earlier, it would have been a whole other thing. I'm just going to swallow this load and go back inside and just fucking hope they go away. shit. But it's like, and, and I tell people this. Had he had his coffee and joint, he would have been like, that's a shame. Man. <laughs> yeah, the cap- he closed his blinds, he's like, shit. The, the, ca- the caption of this video is episode nine, take the hysterical woman away. <laughs> the hysterical woman away. Take the hysterical away from me. <laughs> man, I don't know. Wow, but that's yeah, so funny. No good deed goes unpunished. Like, just don't, don't get involved. Wow, you know, Don't help. Just yeah. the, uh, no, but that's, but you're 100% well. right. I just, like, I, if if they if everyone just treated everyone with respect, yeah, and like, would, yeah, but it's, it's, true, it's, yeah. it's a sooner, and and it's hard because like that's my that's my only trigger is is disrespect. Yeah, it's my only that's trigger. fine. You're absolutely right. It's my right. only trigger. And when yeah. and when someone like yeah. t- when someone belittle someone else, you ever do that? You go, excuse me. Yeah, belittle someone else. <laughs> what happens is 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 there's this. And it happens to everyone. Yeah. So, I lose my shit. Like anybody would lose their shit, yeah, man. Some people just have more restraint about yeah, it. Yeah, I can, But like when people, I have restraint on everything else but that. It's just like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna yeah. do? What like that's the, they might as well just say that. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it, buddy? Huh? Not a fucking thing, man. I'm just gonna <laughs> sit here while you're sticking your <laughs> The water's boiling. I gotta make coffee. What do you expect me to do? <laughs> you know, like. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, and that's you got a lighter. That's gotta. That's gotta change. That's gotta change because it, it can't be like that. It has to be like we're here to protect. We're here to keep. Yeah, keep and see, well, it's just like you said, by taking thing, care of ourselves and each other, man. Yeah, like, it's you know, if I if I treat you with respect, I don't expect you know. If you're crazy, chances are the whole world will notice you're crazy. You know what I mean? And I won't have to make a special report about no, why this guy this, did what. This, and what this and whole what. thing wouldn't have happened if the guy wasn't beating his wife, though. Like if he well, was treating yeah. her with respect, or there was a chain of events. There was a big chain of events. It really is just a series of unfortunate events. I suggest you get one of those coffee timers. That way, like the moment you get up, fucking coffee's right there. You don't have to deal with anybody's bullshit. No, you don't. Like, you're not eight o'clock. You're just generally not prepared for this level of like you know algorithmic randomness in the morning, where you're just like. You're like, should I call the cops? Should I just let her get beat? It's like some chicks getting, she got beat. And I'm like, I get it. Like, I I should have told you within meeting. So does she. You know, I feel horrible for her getting beat, but like, but but like, you know, she's, she makes the choice to be with this guy who is going to beat her and always is. And I'm like, I don't know what it's like to be an abused woman. I really don't. But I love him. And I don't know what it's like oh, to be in that situation. I'm sorry, Mandy. Right? And that's a serious-ass situation for women to be in. Cut. Right? Cut. But, like, I, I, I don't know that because, for me, I'm just like, if the guy is an asshole to you, go away from the guy. Like, yeah. Like, and granted, okay, I get it. He buys you $25,000 diamond earring. He buys you all this oh, stuff. Oh, she must have done something All these then. things and all this stuff, and it's a whole thing, and he got your tits done. And the whole nine yards, I get it. I get it. You, you love think that 25 lifestyle. G's in anything, I get but mad. But if you're going to sign up for that level of like, <laughs> if, if you're signing up for that package, right, 
that package comes with like the police reports. Yeah, it comes with police reports. <laughs> You're like, here, I got one right here. Don't move. I got two. It comes pre-made, with like violence police on reports Sunday like, morning sometimes, <laughs> right? I don't know, but like it comes with a Sunday morning after a Saturday night of drinking. Oh, and, yeah, drinking and like snorting bags and bags of coke together. They're all weird and then they got it yeah and then you and come around. along in the morning and <laughs> yeah, ruin and their fun like, by oh, calling like, the cops <laughs> I do is have a, have this took the darkest turn i've just been laughing for about 15 secret yeah, section of the podcast yeah. this is good this is good though maybe we should try to bring it back and then maybe like wrap yes, it up yes, like yes, what are we at right now like so so i was talking about your phones from china and then uh talking about smoke screens with like uh I don't even know how we got on from there. People watching us, and then it yeah, ended up like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it went it went from the nice the nice. Uh, oh no video, no yeah your nice cam- camera yeah your camera's got a nice. Camera's oh uh, right because I because I said how sitting- do you value you know how do you, why why would you get a nice like an expensive videographer to do a contract for like eight hundred dollars you yeah, know yeah. How, how do you spend eight hundred dollars and make it look great as possible with knowing that you that's your end limit budget you know and then you got on about. Well, yeah, no, like content, his, content creation, because we're back on content yeah. creation, so we pull back up. We're going to pull yeah. way back. That is an excellent segue, Mike. Yeah. I like that. I like, I like that. We're, we're going to pull in. back. We're gonna pull, <laughs> so back to content creation. So con- yeah. with the content, so that the content, you should have just Come been, back. you see, this is when you have your phone and you just film everything. Yeah. yeah. You literally just hang out there and film. There was, Sir, please don't film us. It's my right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you say. Yeah, say it's funny. my right. But content creation is the best thing. So with your phone, you can basically start creating content, mm-hmm. like tons and tons of content. Yeah. And you yeah. can do like cool, cool stuff with social media where like you have your phone, you can go on a corner, for instance, and be and like, please put your camera be like, horizontally, you know, corner Jasper and 104. <laughs> and literally yeah. you could go on Jasper 104 and just, just talk to random people on Jasper 104 yeah. uh, all the time. And just like, yeah, your camera, your iPhone shoots 2k now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, his, 4K. His, no, his phone shoots 4K, insane. Yeah. Like it's like it's 90 frames a second or something like that. Like, it's pretty like, cool. Like yeah. I, I, I bought a nice phone and I bought the thing cause he's I got a gimbal with it and it looks like just as good as anything else. It's actually weirdly nuts. Well, listen, See, that's the thing that gets me, okay? Because when I first started out way in the back days, it's like, holy smack, if you could get five, if you could get, you know, 720 by 540, <laughs> yeah. you know, Jeez. like a nice, like, fat, standard def image, you were happy. By you were happy. But right? you know what, man? The but TVs now all of a sudden, animal. it's like HD everything. You've got cameras now that are shooting better and more and faster than the best shit available in 2000. Yeah. And people still to this day are like, uh, well, how much? And it's like, you could make a f- what you we make a, made films with back then. We I would kill to have now. Like you can I make would a kill film, to have my phone to go make you, videos. You can make a film with now. your iPhone and literally yeah. play it in a theater. Well, yeah. me and Cam like skateboard videos a lot, and yeah. a lot of the skateboard videos now are literally the third, the second, and third camera is literally a gimbal yeah. on an iPhone on a gimbal. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh, I, I appreciate you, you have, you have one handheld. You know what I mean? With the and then the next, the other two. This cameras. is the, the backup cameras. This is the, this is the are, fear. Yeah. The, the one fear that I'm having though, the one fear that I'm having that the fucking society is moving to. Is our fucking TVs are gonna turn vertical? No. <laughs> what do you mean vertical? Our TVs are horizontal. They're gonna turn fucking vertical because no. no one's. Everyone's. This is super literally. Lazy. I looked at the camera and I'm like, please hold your phone this way if you're filming. Yeah, because like, people like, are filming like they're this. They're just like this. They're like, and they're I getting you on camera. And I've seen them. I've seen ads like watch walk into Reeboks. Like in sport check and Reebok ads yeah, are all done, ads. Yeah, all done vertical shit. ads. Dude, what happens if TVs went vertical? 
That's well, what I'm saying. Well, they're well, so already gamers, going there. So gamers and people who do like you know like uh, 3D, I don't think they all go vertical. No, no. Well, like, no, like okay. Like so you, you got two types any, of people. You, you can make this vertical. Yeah, people in, like in stock market. Yeah. People in stock market who have more in need for lists. Yeah, you know, yeah, Rather length, than yeah, web, yeah, you yeah. know. And you have uh, people who do 3D and uh, VR mapping and stuff in, like that. You go to their studios, all their TVs, they have six fucking TVs and they're all... I have a whole other like industry yeah. I work in and, and the standard setup for that industry is like a, 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 a obviously three, a regular three, one. Three vertical. And then usually you have either one or two vert monitors. That's wild. Because we deal with a lot of 3D information, like 3D modeling. Yeah. Yeah. But dude, and then not, we watch. deal with all of the information that goes along watch, with that. Watch, you're going to get a couple lot. TV shows that come out vertical. Vertical. This Stevie, Stevie said it, TXE podcast. Came here yeah. first. Yeah, you heard podcast, it here first. 2019. <laughs> you're, getting, you're already getting, you're already getting uh, music videos that are coming out square. Wow. Yeah, Who's doing that? To, uh, to be Jay-Z did one. In order yeah, to be, well, uh, you know, that, Jay-Z the one likes one, to rap. That's the one one aspect. One to one aspect. That's like yeah. Instagram and uh, yeah, it's no, like that's that, it's the black bars on the yeah, side, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like so, so, so it's funny because now, like, that's one of the things that I do uh, for the social media contracts that I have for certain restaurants or whatever is I, I'm cool because I get to put out, you know, the right. You know, I have to downscale my 1920 video. You know, my my to to a maybe 640 by whatever. You know, and then just like my VBR will have to be like whatever Instagram thinks is right. Yeah. Right. So I'll shoot this huge fucking video, whatever. Scale it back down so that it comes out perfectly on. Yeah. You know, so I think that's probably gonna disappear. It's gonna have to disappear now. Everybody's just gonna shoot directly. There's gonna be a format in your camera where you shoot directly like that. They now. might just switch the TV. You think so? Not to vertical, because if you're shooting vertically, the best vertical aspect ratio would be one one. Yeah. So they probably will make square TVs. I, I don't see why not. And guess what happens when you have square TVs? You can put many square TVs. Yeah. <laughs> so I would imagine that you the know? TVs will start coming out in squares I'm instead of 16 by 9. to see if this comes about. Yeah. Listen, mobile is 90% of Dude, all, 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 all like, um, I, traffic, I traffic could, right I now. I could so see stuff back in, like, in 2000. In 2000, I knew exactly what was going to happen with the, uh, with the, um, uh, the data transfers. This and is switch and the switching from like from cable to to uh, this this right here is a whole other podcast the, yeah. the futurism of Ooh. the media yeah episode where 12. where you go back we and can you do talk it. about like do you want to uh, where we talk about have your people talk to my people. in the in the early Perfect. days what did you think would be the biggest tech well I knew and right. then and then what ended up being the biggest tech and then what we perceive the biggest tech to be in the next ten and then the next twenty years yeah. So, so back in 2000, I was talking about, okay. I was talking about, I mean, about, um, uh, phone conferencing, yeah. video conferencing. Mm-hmm. They had video conferencing back in 2000. Right. The reason why it wasn't successful is because of the bandwidth, bandwidth. space wasn't in the air. Voice over IP. So the bandwidth space in the air was very small. So only rich people could actually afford to do it. Not very many people were actually using it. So what they decided to do is move everything underground. Yeah. Move all your TV onto cables. Remove all well, that airspace. It's not airspace. by weather and it's not you're not talking, You're talking about VoIP? No, no, no. This no, no, is no. before that. This is yeah. so, so yeah. there's the way that the way that the government sells its airspace. They sell like you have your FM, you have your AM, AM radio, FM. FM radio, CB radio. Uh, you have your television frequencies. Yeah. 
and then you have your um, Wi-Fi, uh, your, your wireless yeah, frequency. We're talking high about the, yeah. the spectrum. The spectrum. Okay, hold on one yeah. second. I just you just blew my mind. I may sound ridiculously out of whack with this. The government sells this airspace. Like, yes. yeah, like that, you're gonna look at me like I'm an idiot. This is the biggest issue right now in net neutrality and all that stuff. Is this is up for debate well, right now because it's gonna be cut down from like from 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 fair slicing to like. Two thirds of it is government. One third of it is TV, and the other one is whatever. Yeah. So they, yeah. they sell. You have to. That's have a, neutrality. Get How much involved. do you pay the Get government involved. for? They have to pay a broadcasting yeah. fee. Oh, it's yeah. a fee. It's a fee. So okay. it's a, it's like a tax. And, right? Oh wait, wait, no, no. That's wait. Hang on. No, no, no. Wait, wait. That's the. Okay, the CRTC controls the 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 basic radio and television and broadcasting frequencies in Canada. So can you start your own radio station? Yes, yes you can. Law, okay, yes. wait, wait, and but just free. listen, listen, hold on. Now, broadcasting in Canada is defined as as actual broadcasting. So you're broadcasting Outputting a, in signal, a signal, yeah, right? So all the radio stations and television stations broadcast a standard definition and now have to broadcast the high definition. Yeah. They have to broadcast it from a tower. Yeah. So I have to have an antenna. I, can, I have to be able to get their stuff. Okay. That's what, that's literally when you get your license to be a television station, you get that little section of airspace, of, that bandwidth, bandwidth that says this is your frequency. That's your range. frequency. And then you have to deliver that as oh, a, you can, you can't deliver out of your frequency. No. Or if you no. did, you get no. a lot no, of No, because shit. you cross with someone else. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, when you go to 93.9, you're listening to CBC Radio. And you hear channel 3.92. So what happens is, okay, okay so, yeah, yeah, so, so you have AM radio, you have FM radio, CB, CB radio, yeah. which is like kind of like a freebie zone kind yeah. of thing. Where C- people CB is like trucks and talk trucks on and trucks. Police. It's an open channel. Citizen band radio. Yeah, citizen band radio. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then you got your television uh, spectrum, which was the biggest because it had the most amount of transmission going through it. And then you have above that, you've got microwave transmissions, yeah. and then and you've then got you some other higher data infra, transmissions. Microwave transmissions like, blah, blah, blah. were the gamma rays up there. Sure. Yeah. Well, way but yeah. microwave transmissions are what the broadcast industry uses for remote broadcasting. So yeah. if I'm in a truck and I'm broadcasting, it uses microwave transmission. But that's still short distance. So what happened is a whole bunch of years ago, the government realized that if we, if we Create a system where where broadcasters can now compress their cha- their 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 video. <laughs> yeah, they're putting. So we can give them the same amount of bandwidth, and now they can compress it. So instead of just offering one channel now, they can offer ten channels on their one on the one thing thing. Yeah, and so before the broadcasters could jump to do that kind of thing, they were like, we're going to auction off the bandwidth. <laughs> and so what they're now doing is they're now auctioning off the bandwidth not to television companies but to cell phone companies. That's why all the cell phone companies bought the towers. Cell phone companies bought up all the bandwidth that used to be television bandwidth and now are offering us cell services back. Hmm. The government now knowing that broadcasting can use compression so they don't need as much or some don't actually broadcast a signal anymore. Do you guys drop the bombs on me? Yeah. Well, so like, you've heard, you heard of the, the contract? CRTC is a wealth of like, a wealth of fuckers. <laughs> We've been literally porked. <laughs> so- porked? <laughs> Head and shish kebab. How did I by not the know CRTC not from know the very beginning. The CRTC is I'm not, not g- your friend. The CRTC <laughs> is in it I'm putting this to back make like money that's it, that's good. for not the people of Canada. Yeah. The Jeez. CRTC has literally systematically created the, the environment where the television industry was, was able to be savaged at the level that it is. The television industry is a tiny shadow of what it was. Was, yeah. 
And now it's all it this is bullshit. A, and and it is literally <laughs> a, a, a fart in a parked car of what it could have been, you know, if they had have embraced the technology and rolled out the technology properly and better. But, but there's an outcome out of that. Beginning. You have an outturn that came out of that. And I don't know if you guys know this. Like I've, um, so I've done, a, I, I was a freelancer for, for Vice for couple of years like yeah for, I mean, maybe two I can see you know? him as a vice he's a vice guy yeah, so, I can see him as a vice that's, that's part reporter. of the reason why I came to Edmonton yeah, also yeah. little yeah. quote-unquote whatever um, uh, vice uh, gives its content free through Fido now if you're a Fido client you get all their content in your in an app in your Fido app in your phone now for free so this is the same company also that broadcasts through HBO so this is a company that's understood you know what I mean? Where broadcasting is, where it was, and where it's going to wow. be right well, now. Wow! That's just to give you an idea. Yeah. So now, well, so you can fit a lot more shit. So, in so yeah. yeah so it won't be it won't be long before every channel you have is an application on your phone, basically. Yeah. yeah. So like you know that box that we have, right? That box is a code. That the, no, like your like your Telus box. Yeah. Yeah. It's a code, right? So I don't have to send you every single channel. I just have to send the signal the to signal that box. To it. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's all I have to send. That's yeah. why they're saying like, but before you used to have to send out the 10 channels Ooh, through the, the whole, air. Yeah, so yeah. you needed 10 different frequencies. Yeah, to go yeah, yeah. So they used up all this bandwidth. Yeah. And then there's this little bit of bandwidth for, for cell phones. But yeah. cell phone needed way more if they wanted to transmit video from one phone to another yeah, phone. Yeah. They needed and more space. And multimedia now, messaging, multimedia messaging, SMS. Just so you know, the stuff, end yeah. game of this is to have moved all of the broadcasting that we have away from broadcasters to companies that are owned by cell phone companies who use only cell phone technology. Mm -hmm. So in, in the future in Canada, there will be no more broadcasters except for possibly the CBC. Probably CBC. And, and those that are like public broadcasters. Because CBS. they sold up all of the, all the band space yeah, to the cell phone. Rogers, all, all, Rogers right, owns the airwaves Rogers, pretty Bell, much, yeah. They tell us, uh, tell us, tell us and that's it. That's, that's it. it. But mainly Rogers. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like they own all of the television production companies and like, could you know of any independent television or film production companies in Canada? Canadian? PBS. Yeah. PBS. PBS no, is American. They're, they're, they're US. I, thought that, I thought that was Canadian. PBS no. is American. Is a US, yeah. It's US based. Okay. And that's probably the last existing and, and that's struggling. Yeah. Right now, that's why every Friday there's, you know, they're on the phones. Well, you know, help you know us, what? You there know, is so. an independent one. Uh, Wild there are TV, independent Wild producers. Wild, no, Wild TV's got their own show. Oh. You can get your own show. You can get your own show. Like you can, you can set up your own Shaw, channel. Shaw's I have worked uh, with Wild TV every, before. He explained this. <laughs> he actually explained this to me last them. time. They're, they also are a business model where I think. Well, there's, they they're, just, they're taking from the they grants. They didn't and stuff. do. They could have been so much bigger. Yeah, so. but they're, but they're. AP, they're, APT they're, or T They're about AP, profit margin. How much money can I get? How, how cheap can I make it? How much money can I get? How cheap can I make it? And that's good for them. There, there are none. Is what we're is the point I'm trying to make. There are none. Is no, what you're saying? Not, not really. Like there everybody is, now, the thing is, P too, what is it is called? APN or APT? It's Aboriginal. Aboriginal. APTN. APTN. Yeah. So that's one of that those things that's still the government. But, those but so, are yes. So check this out. This yeah. is what he explained this to me actually not too long ago. Is that you, we all have the right to free broadcast. There is a certain amount of time per day that's 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 made for for just that well, no, you know, you know what like you should look at, we need license. to we, we, this is we, a we whole should, other, we should actually yeah. literally sit down and go through what it is to get a television broadcast license and what that means and what you actually are are legitimately regulated to deliver and the constitutional rights that come what with it is it. that you deliver 
you know, like you, like any of the TV stations here in the city, they have a requirement to deliver a certain amount of original con- original content, content per day. Canadian yeah. content, yeah. And it has and, to be and produced in-house level of Canadian in-house content. production. You know what? We should yeah. look into that because like right now, Keep right now like this. I've developed a television show. Yeah. yeah. Developed a television show and we're looking at uh, going through one of the uh, one of the channels here in this in the in the in the city. Yeah. But if I could bypass them all together and just get my own channel, well, but see, this is what he explained to me is by right, technically, you should have I access. By the right, right it's, it's, it's a lot more difficult than that because to, in, in, to get your own channel, to literally get a channel. It's you not have to be producing CRTC. a lot of Airtime and channel is two different things, of, though. Like, Are you talking channel or airtime? Well, airtime, but like airtime is what I'm saying. Airtime. But airtime, I'd have to, but airtime, I'd have to, like, I can get the license. I can get the license. I've been going to CRTC. I can get the license. No problem for the show, right? I need the CRTC license and the telecaster numbers in order to actually comply with the rules which I can get mm-hmm. that's not a, that's really simple to do it's just a matter of which channel then do you want we'll to go to yeah. and then what happens is if you have to go then to someone who has a channel mm-hmm. you have to pay them for that airspace on that channel right. to put air your show yeah so it's a lot of a lot of stuff to going on definitely but like if you have enough content yeah. where you can sustain your own yeah. channel and like, how much content would that be that's you a lot. That's, that's twenty-four hours. Do, that's you gotta do like let's just well, twenty-four hours. If you don't do twenty-four-seven, let's just say you start your broadcast day at five in the morning and you end it at like midnight. Yeah. No, what the fuck? And then the rest you run it twenty hours a day. Twenty hours. Twenty hours of broadcast. You can't. You can't. Not, it's relentless. Man. I can't you take. I can't take a Saturday off. Dude, do you remember? You remember Shaw Cable? Like Shaw Cable was running their stuff. They were having trouble getting content. They struggled getting. You could walk in there and they put you in the studio. Vice, literally the same thing right now. They're they're. They're running their website to see the number one thing they're hiring for is content creators. Yeah, you need content creators. Well, yeah, they're running Vice. Vice ran out of shit. So well, it's just now they have an abundant. They have every Fido client to entertain. Can we? Disrupt so, the local I mean? media like, here no. in Edmonton. Who owns? Huh? Who do you guys want to disrupt the, the local media here in Edmonton? No, by oh, Vice started it. What's uh, the name to do that? Like, let's. This Jewish is what name, I'm going to uh, say. I'll look okay. into it. Yeah. Everybody always goes, "Hey, you know what? There's all this stuff happening. Things are dropping like flies here. Stuff's popping up out of nowhere." The one thing I do know is that local content. In Edmonton, like local broadcasting content, it's it's you really have only your news stations. That's it. And that everything no, else, yeah, is centralized. It's very formulaic. Yeah, it's true. It's very like if it is what it is. Dude, it's all programming I, comes dude, from one it's head. It's a like beast, a, though. The thing is, is to get into it's that a issue, juggernaut. It's a beast because you have to feed it. Every if you don't day, put every minute, every, every hour, minute every of every day, day yeah. you're feeding that yeah. thing, and it's like this is high stress. Well, so this Steven, is what yeah. I'm saying is that there's enough media producers in the city, and there's enough of us. And this is it. We're all little islands who want to be like. That's where the everyone has to work together. We, yeah, as an industry ourselves, have to make a commitment to each other that instead of trying to knife each other in the back and take jobs from each other and, and undercut each other, that we've got to begin to open up and be fierceable collaborating around certain projects. You know what? That's what that, that's where like the, the independent channel. Like was there a name independent there was yeah. an independent channel was it from a, Edmonton? Yeah it was what was it called? Was it called independent channel no, or independent A channel. A channel I remember A channel that was A channel I was the art director at A channel no but I T channel A channel yeah. So yeah so what happens is is that if you got Prokop? If you build if own that uh, Craig Broadcasting owned it, and then they sold it to City TV, and then City TV. Who, owned, who was the gentleman that owned that? That was, was Cameron. Uh, no, that was uh, the Craig family. 
down in Calgary. Yeah. And then, yeah, but then you're competing. Then you're competing because the, the money is not in the con. So I don't even know if I want to talk too much about it. Just let everybody yeah, know what's so going on. But you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 keep it. Well, this is private conversation. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely worth talking but about. You know what I'd like to be able to do? <laughs> off the record. It's literally even only, even having a one OTF. Even having a one hour a week. OTR. A one-hour a week show where it's like, you know, stories. Where it's real stories. Like, real yeah, stories. documentaries. Real stories. On people. On people. Is Edmonton, on big, stuff, is Edmonton big enough to do that? Are well, you kidding me? You're yeah. a second-tier titty. Yeah. Sit titty. Whoa, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we know where your yeah. mind's at. Whoa. Yeah, and you're right. All you need, if you're doing a, sh- uh, a show, you need, uh, what is that? Tw- like, let's say 10 guys doing an hour-long show or, yeah, t- or 12 all, guys. 10 production dudes? All, all, yeah. yeah. No, all no, all no, you 10, need is 10, you need a couple guys who are like, look, we're, media, we're all have into an hour politics. We'll cover you, city. Yeah. We'll cover provincial and, and get them press passes for the city, get them press passes for the ledge. And we're, we're all smart enough and savvy enough and understanding enough that we content. were able to write up the stuff to Dude, be able to get we could make some in. We could make some sick content and compete with the, the, the news channels because the news oh, channels right. are still running with the big-ass cameras. Yeah, they're old and school they're old as hell. School as hell and they're that. basically, huh? They don't have that. They don't have this. They don't have that. They don't, like, yeah. they, the, the news they puts don't whack shit. Yeah. any of this. Yeah. yeah. They don't, they don't. And the thing is, is that you get a bunch of independent guys and you say, you make me a show, you make me a show, you make, and you literally put a whole like bunch of teams together and you get content and then you literally can put it up together easy. I know dudes that create some sick shit, like in the city that oh, are just dude, like out of their ass. Like, like, there's cool so shit. many people in this city that are so wildly talented. Yeah. And, and the problem is, is that Edmonton has never had like it's never had support from the from the city it's never had support from the province it's it doesn't never had a production support it's never had a production community that's been supported by any it's sort gotta, of government the structure funding. the structure's got to be set up differently because the problem is with the news is you, you got paycheckers people work in news work yeah. in broadcast because they want a paycheck but if you got a bunch of entrepreneurs that basically run their own stuff and they just want their stuff to be shown yeah you now give them an outlet to that's do it, it. That's, yeah. this so is what I, this is, that's is always been my strategy audience. is i take the old uh, advertising model and i cut it down i'm like listen seven years ago it would have cost you this much to have an ad yeah. you know now that, sudden, and that's right there all of a sudden now instead have, of all having, their eyes and ears are now peeled, instead you know? of having the best like show like you have the best channel in yeah. the city yeah. yeah, and not only that, I can tell you exactly who's. That's wild. Watch it. We could do that. Yeah. you know, and it's it's not <laughs> out can, of the realm of possibility for this to be like a, a largely a YouTube property, right? That's, well, you can host it on your own site. Like it is, you could largely do this as a YouTube property you as could, a start, just to get your back your back content. Yeah, set up. But then, when you really want to do this, it's got to be your own. You gotta, you gotta be running it off your own site, your own service, service, your own, own service, dudes. which is fine. It's yeah. not doesn't. That's not hard I mean, to build a full stock site out. Not, not at all. No, it's not crazy. You get some no. nerd to code that thing in. Not <laughs> even, I mean, sure. not even. I mean, who's really gonna be messing with you? Like, dude, city without hitting a nerd. beef it up when dude, you get but there. Like, like. <laughs> but like, think about it. Like, which which radio station was it that started out of a van? There was a radio station. Sonic. I'm sure a lot Sonic of them Sonic started out of the van. Sonic started out of a little dirty trailer way down out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Man. And, and, but see, that's that's an example of like a group of people that got together and, and shoestringed a broadcast mm-hmm. license. But that broadcast license then also. ended up being bought up, bought, bought up, by bought up, and now it's part of a bigger organization. Yeah. In today's world, you really just have to draw enough crowd and then flip the product. And sell it, yeah. yeah. Just get it and yeah. move on to something else, really. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm loyal to my money is what I keep telling you. I don't know. Like, I have no money, guy. so it doesn't matter. 
No, but I it's like my content. to something I don't Listen, have. Listen, <laughs> the real people always follow real content no matter where you go. You yeah. know. Yeah. The moment you start to put a label on something, you start to lose those clients anyway. So then, who's left is the people who you you know just there to consume the product because it's there. You know. So people who chase real content will always chase real content. It's part of the thrill. Yeah. You know. That's yeah. a finding new stuff, project, finding though. new things That's that are not. It's a monstrous project, but like. If it's you, doable. If you if you get enough people together and like if you just said like say if you said to us, it's like hey why don't you guys do a spot on digital construction? That's and what I'd, I'd be like okay we'll do a we'll do a, a five minute spot on digital construction. We bring it in, we deliver it, it's ready for broadcast. You guys don't fuck around. We bring it in, it drop it, it goes on. Yeah. And if you like and that's the thing is a lot of guys are gonna go well I want my money. It's like well you don't get money because this. <laughs> Not this yet. episode, <laughs> when that number gets up to enough that it's monetized and that we can now show, wow, a million people watch every single thing that we put That's up. That's why I'm saying you work if with you other If you got a million businesses. people now, you can go straight to advertisers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can say, look, you want to reach a million of our customers. Yeah. Give a them target a target audience. Down. And yeah, guess yeah, what? Yeah, if yeah. they You're say no, I'll take it to the direct people who want to put placement products. You know, product yeah, placement. Like, and just so deal with them directly. On, on YouTube <laughs> now, you're not real. You're not necessarily relying on the YouTube advertising. You're 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 relying on the in on video. The, the, the problem with the YouTube thing and people are goes, yeah. yeah, you got YouTube views, but those views are not concentrated. If no. you have broadcast views from just Edmonton and you have a million people yeah. watching, and those are a million within, Edmontonians yeah. watching within your five, shit. Within 2.5 kilometer radius, like yeah. you know their what if addresses it's a million almost, people you know? across Canada and you got 100,000 people watching in Edmonton, you're still beating every single new newscast and every single broadcaster in Edmonton. Yeah. Fuck it, we could get a 100,000 people from Edmonton to watch some shit that we create. Watch a thought exchange. Oh, a, we got a thought exchange show. I, right. I, I we, got, we got a show right I now. I saw that. We have a show right now that I think has I saw a lot this of guy. potential to be exactly the thing we're talking about. We just need you know, our switcher. We, we, yeah. <laughs> we need a switcher. The guy pressing the button. And now yeah. back to our senior correspondent. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the, the oh, we have the switcher, yeah. Our bullshit correspondent. You know what's funny? Is this thing's no, all set right, up yeah, for a yeah. switcher. I just did. I stopped doing it because it was too hard to switch. And I'm just missing it. Yeah, you guys literally need an intern. Yeah, we do need an intern. <laughs> yeah, we do. We need someone to like, like this is two man operation. Steve used to have that little thing on his lap and he would, he would cut on the fly yeah. and watch a thing and hit one, two, three. I was really at 140. Cause I, I've, I've switched yeah, a lot of live stuff in my life, God, man. Damn. Lots of live stuff, lots of live events. by so fast. I would sit there and switch for you like nobody's business. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But like, this is the type of the stuff best that, button this presser in no. this side up, of the Mississippi. This is the best stuff you would do. This side of the Saskatchewan River. I'll tell talk you. Show. you do a bunch of couple different talk shows. Now, just so you Easy know, content. coming Easy up, content. we got you, you guys need to put some crazy political people <clears throat> on these on these on, on these the hot seats. little leather chairs here, right? You need to put a, a nice NDP person. You need to put one of those like UCP people. I can get them to come. You need to put what's the other one? The other political liberal. The, the UC. Well, I, I don't know. NDP liberal. pays sure, me the most, so they're the best. <laughs> We had a green UCP piece. And what's the I other have an exclusive contract with NDP, so they're the best. There's a bunch of flavors of the poli- the, the, the conservative. Wild bring Rose. all the conservatives in, the liberal, and then the, the NDP, and then bring in like I don't know somebody else. But what you want to do is just light people. light the fire and just run away and watch them <laughs> argue. Well, no, just like, close the door, and light the fire, put the camera on, lock the door, just and chuck run. the grenade. No, you want to just give them the open can of fuel. Yeah. They'll yeah, spill yeah. it and so start it themselves. You don't even have to give them a lighter. That's what they do. That's what. 
That's the whole game. That's the I whole love game. doing that to people. Listen, He's like, you don't even have to give him the lighter. Just time. give him the dude, gas. Just give him the gasoline dude, and let him go. Dude, that's the whole game that they do with like Thought Big Brother. Thought exchange where nothing is safe. Where Big Brother does that, right? They have a psychologist that goes, okay, this guy and this girl yeah. are going to fight like yeah, crazy. They, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. when they do casting, they go, true. oh, that's yeah, true. that yeah. girl's going to yeah. be a problem. Yeah. Put her in the show. That guy is going to lose his mind the moment she opens her mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we and need then they do that. Like, Let's watch this guy for like Let's 16 see. episodes. People love that shit. Him, like, Steve, we gotta get more racy on this thing. Right. We gotta get more racy. Oh, pretty racy. Really? Though. Maybe you can. Uh, yeah, I think this I is. Do. I think this is just open enough okay. to be. I know. also have one thing I need you guys to help me with. Yeah. Okay. I have a DV cam videotape of me when the Junos were here in the city. I crashed the Ju- the Junos with a camera crew, and interviewed people saying and talking about some of the most wildly inappropriate things <laughs> you could ever imagine to be spoken of at the Junos. We need to get that tape digitized and we need to put that... We what is it? What kind of... What kind of is Are we allowed TV? to do that? Is it's it, a D, I shot it on DVD. It's his con. So it's he's his. <laughs> so. No, but it's like a, like HDH what, just high 8? Is it a high 8? Like or a mini DV? Like he, he's like the P2, DV, you know? It's yeah. DV so it's like a P2, so it's, like, it's a 720, 1080 yeah, it's, max. It's DV cam. No, but what's the media format? DV. It's it's a, it's a DV. HD oh, HD. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Panasonic, you better yes, yeah, you Panasonic. Yeah. You need, do you have a card tape. reader? Do you have a tape reader with that? Well, I have. I, got, I don't I have, have a converter. You got a ta- deck. We can digitize it. Oh, I, you can just you have the car, the uh, if you have the camera, we can do. We it. don't have a camera. No, okay. you need a so deck. You need you a Panasonic deck. This is a big DV tape. You can get that from. Okay, I thought. Are we gonna have to make an adventure? No, no, no. Are we gonna have to make an adventure to Fava? Yeah, I don't know if Fava has one though. No, that's what I'm saying. That's an eBay, have Amazon. They don't have one. But I found a place I know Nate has them. Nate, ha- Nate would have them. Okay, Nate but would wait, have I don't know how they're yeah. going to feel about me. I got a bit of a history with Nate, which we have not spoken about yet. <laughs> Other episodes. After Another the cameras episode. are shut down, we can talk about well, it. Well, see, I, I, like before I even say anything, no, I got to say one thing is that... <laughs> that's is two that things. <laughs> in, in the years that I was at we Nate, good stuff, I, learned, <laughs> I learned things that you can't learn anywhere else. Yeah. And I learned things that changed the way I look at a lot of things. And in a good way. But I also realized that like big institutions, no matter what, it doesn't matter, especially an educational institution that big, they're worried about one thing and one thing only. Asses in the seats. Asses money, asses in the seats. Asses in the seats. (coughs) Above and beyond that, no fucks are given. Yeah. Yeah, they don't if care. They it's a business. It's a business. The they seats, don't care. If they got asses in the seats, that's great. Where it breaks down is when those asses start to complain and when they quit and they drop out and you get attrition and then Nate gets excited and they got to deal with that. But that's Nate a cycle. Excited. That's their own thing to deal with. That's every business though. You want bums and chairs, like restaurants. You want bums and chairs. This is exactly it. And, and so, yeah. Well, that's and when so you work in volume. I can't, I can't be all like butthurt over like philosophical differences that you have with some organization that you're doing things for because they're li- literally looking out for themselves and that's what they're in business to do. Yeah. But I will say, <laughs> but their business is supposed to be taking care of that person and yeah. giving them an education. Do you think they want the, someone to graduate? No, let no, that guy fill the class and keep coming back. They do because that's part of the outcome. It feels the nice. Province, and yeah, yeah. The province assigns a certain amount of money to students who go through the programs and graduate. If you go through the program and you listen, don't graduate, okay, you don't get If you get want to money. talk about but, schools, listen, man, this is ridiculous. <clears throat> if you have, this is, and I've seen some schools do this, if you open up an education center, you are like 
you don't need money. Oh, no. You don't need money. If I open up an education center and I have a license, I now can go to you and say, hey, you want to take my course? I can give you this loan. Oh, you yeah. want to take this yeah. course? I can give you this loan. Yeah, that's loan. what private colleges you are. Take this co- you yeah. want to take this course? I can give you this loan. It's just so a now loan all, it's just a all you're doing, all all you're doing now is like, now you're yeah. just a basic CGI. Like, now you're just a pimp to fucking put kids in that. That's and, so smart. Into, yeah. And into then give debt. them a little piece of paper that doesn't really mean anything. And guess what? Well, if you, if you, you fail, know, I'll let you do it again for half the price. I'll also come down and say, listen, the only thing that's going to save media education, because they're legit, and no offense to Nate, there is no legitimate media education in Edmonton anymore. Yeah. There is not? No. Well, well, I'm starting one. Yeah? Okay. Are you going to loan out Let's money? Let's do it. I should loan out money. Yeah. Okay. No, well, like I'm opening up no. workshops, like workshops, like, but Clinics like. Okay, well, let's do this because like. What about Pixel Blue or Pixel? Okay. I was going to say. We're Owen, like giving out. All, we Owen, shouldn't be talking so much business on, on camera, no, 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 bro. No, but, <laughs> like, I hope you're but, cutting but this stuff. That's Edmonton Digital Arts College. things I'm going to need you to cut Edmonton Digital. There's. There's. Edmonton Digital Arts College in the city. Yeah. We're all is broke tomorrow. <laughs> your only option for media education. Yeah. But it's expensive. And 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 it's expensive. But yeah. th- literally those people there are like they gave it all up to do this because they fully believe in it. Yeah. People at Nate, people at Grant McEwen, McEwen doesn't have media production program anymore. Has nothing they cut no it out. media nothing. I know we were looking for that yeah, today. Nothing. I couldn't find yeah, it. It's gone. Out. There's right. one program and it's part time. I think it's called the media. You go to it is con- no, it's yeah, it's it just like grim as. Yeah, fun. no, I looked it up. I, uh, Anyways, it's, it's you garbage, go to McEwen yeah. to become a nurse. Yeah, it's, it's garbage and so, it's four hundred dollars a fucking week. Oh yeah, or some yeah, shit no, like that. I know. It's crazy. So Nate, ha- Nate has the digital media and IT program, and the and they just teach producing. Side. They teach storytelling and producing. And I'm yeah, just like, these kids come out, they don't know how to use it. I don't fucking run around no, camera. They can't you pull, yeah, they can't pull the camera. All the stuff later. that I taught, like, this, this is a whole other story that we didn't even deal with on camera. It's another deal. But they don't, they, they, the instructors that they bring in for that particular program, in the initial stages of their program, had no functional knowledge of producing media generally or were really inexperienced producing media. Or when they got there, realized that, holy shit, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, Nate, to their credit, is like, well, fuck, we have to keep this thing rolling. Right? And so, they keep it, and they push it, and they push it, and they push it, and they push it. But instructors there at Nate have no, they don't need, they, they just go teach a class and go home. They don't want to go engage in the industry. Do you know any Nate instructors that regularly engage with the industry? They're, they're so separate. Are they I have like right now, there probably isn't. No, no, I had just to just to touch on your point and add to it. I when I was going to uh, university, I had uh, there was this one time. It was a uh, the teacher that was there. Uh, we had finished like our actual study, like her teaching us. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say her name or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, yeah. Uh, whoever went to school with me is uh, watching this. You'll know exactly y'all what I'm know. talking about. Yeah, y'all know, right? <laughs> but anyways, uh, she was done teaching at 3 p.m. Yeah. Right. But the class wasn't until 3:30. Right. So when she was done, she's like, "All right, that's the lesson for the day." Like she, there wasn't anything else to do, right? Yeah. But then she, what she said is, people were starting to close her books. And uh, and walk out right, and people yeah. were people were leaving, and uh, this actually pissed me off. We were talking about it. Um, she's like, "No, the class is not done." She no. said, "The class is not done." She I'm said done. This, she said this. She said, "The class isn't done. I get paid till three thirty. You guys have to be here till three But she was done teaching, so 
And then, and then I lived in St. Albert at the time, and I was like, yo, if I leave at 3 o'clock, yeah. Right, I miss all rush hour traffic down Yellowhead and St. Albert yeah. Trail, and I can get home in forty-five or half an hour as opposed to an hour and a half because you get stuck in because that's when rush hour starts, right? So she made us all sit there for another half an hour, and then at three thirty we're allowed to go. But what pissed me off was she said, "I get paid till three thirty. You guys have to be here." I was mm-hmm. like. Thanks for uh, you know. Thanks for really showing. You could be like, well, I pay for the whole school year, so technically you should sit your ass. Which you know what ended up happening to me one time, and I got really really. That's bad, hey. Is I was taking an audio course. She said that, Mm -hmm. and the audio instructor says this verbatim. All right, I'm going to teach you, but I'm not going to teach you everything I know because you're going to be competing with me when you come out of the school. Wow, that's. I'm just thinking to myself like. What Keep the talking. fuck am I paying you for? You know, <laughs> was he, like, was he where serious? Did this, was he yeah, serious? This is in Toronto, Travis Holy Institute. Travis. And I was just like, "What are you Cringing. serious?" And he would spend majority of his time just coming in. He would drop off um, modules to work on, yeah. and then he would work on his own projects on the equipment. So the only reason why he was working there was to use was the equipment, access to, use to, the the equipment to do his own projects. And I was just like, "This guy's ridiculous, yeah. bro." Kind of smart. Or the best smart. fucking guy yeah. in or the fucking genius. world. Or he's genius. <laughs> or he's genius. See, you know what? Of all things, I, I, all right. I, I miss, I miss teaching what an media asshole. at Nate. That guy supports the whole because family. Because I knew that when I taught media at Nate, that I could make a difference and that I could actually teach people and I could actually give them real experience while they were in the program. Yeah. So that the day they walked out, they had actual production credits and they could actually go out with a resume that didn't look embarrassing. Yeah. That was important to me. But it's not important to Nate. No. That that what I, that thing that I'm that they're in there I'm for so business. passionate. They're in there for business. About, they don't care, man. They that's care. that's your job. That's were. why they put you there. You're the yeah. button pusher. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's yeah. what. It was. Don't think. Just push. I, was, well, I went to Travis like uh, to, 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 like, uh, you know, for like six a, hours a, a trial session type of thing. Yeah. My drummer back in the days. And we go in there and it's like open house, right? So we go and we check out all the studios and people are working, you know. And so we ask the guy, we're like, hey, he's like, so do you guys do digital recording, you know? And so digital in French means like digits means your fingers yeah. you know what i mean so in french he goes like he's like uh he's like it's numeric recording it's not digital digital means your fingers and me and my drummer would just look at each other we're like how much again four thousand dollars like yeah okay we're out <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> if i'm gonna pay four thousand dollars for one session for this schmuck to sit down and tell me like well digital means fingers it's numerical recording i'm just like Get out of here, you know what I mean? Someone like, oh, said no. that. I swear to God, I'm not even kidding you. That was like the it's main and they were. Recording. It's just it, it's that's in French. Is, so this in, is in French. Digital is, means fingers. Numeric. You know? This is yeah. like kids. Numeric means like you know. Kids, the reality of the situation is this: is because this is what happens when you pay to go to school. You're you're forced to learn from someone you might yeah. not respect or you might not even yeah. take. So you someone pay, who learned shit 20 years ago. Also. So you're <laughs> learning from someone you don't. If you truly want to be educated in something, you need to find a mentor. Yeah, yeah. You need to find a mentor and you're better off working for free yeah. under that mentor because yeah, when you come out of that mentorship program with him, one, you're not in debt. Yeah. And two, you actually have hands-on, hands-on experience. experience. Yep. Yeah. So Which is that far more supersedes a piece of paper that so, says you graduated so, from this. And that, do your own thing. Make your own mistake. The business plan for us to go forward so to begin guys, training the next I'm looking for interns. <laughs> okay, we're hiring. So if you'd like Jennifer, to, we're if looking if at you. To, <laughs> if you'd like to have a mentorship opportunity in the media production community, just, do, you want to, do you want to explain to them what you said when you walked in about interns? Or uh, well, Oh, yeah, please touch, touch <laughs> recap on that real quick. <laughs>
<laughs> don't even. No. But you know what you're there yeah. for. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a rite of passage, really. Blood in, blood out. Is that is that businesses run their business on and again, free labor? I, just, I will regale what <laughs> oh, I said when I came back in. Get yourself an intern. Get him in there. Work them till they burn out. Get rid of them. That's you'll be doing them a, how it works. You'll if be you're, doing them a huge favor. If you're daft enough as a student to come out of any sort of post-secondary institution and think that you're somehow going to be the intern that I'm going to make it to the management team. It's like, no, you're an intern. You're a, you, you literally are not a renewable resource. They're a resource that you're going to, they're going to burn that resource. Yeah. But on the intern side, get in there, learn as much as you fucking can Suck it's out everything every bit of knowledge and information and experience yeah. it's not take, about money it's just about what you learn it, every it's single a, thing it, you can get listen it's a, it's a it's a given trade it's a win-win situation yeah the company wants you because they need your manpower right and they can't afford you yeah and you need their knowledge so you and can you can't experience. afford them yeah Ooh, it's, and that's they're gonna deep. have you can't afford that you're knowledge. not gonna be able to work on yeah. unless you have you know and so some deep it's a kind of a quid pro quo thing now, I will tell you, if you're one of those interns who can crush it, you might stay. And it's not even that you might stay. It's that you become indispensable to yeah. what they're doing and they can't afford Your value to just shoots up. Away. Now you're better than them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. The, in order to become an asset, the reality True. is in order to become an asset within a company, you have to make the company money. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't make the company money, you're indispensable. That, that's the thing. You are, you are an expense, yeah, not, yeah. A, not an asset. Yeah. Yeah. Make yourself scarce. So you got to make yourself an asset. So when you join a company, you make yourself an asset, which means you bring money into the company. Bring value. You bring value and you bring money and you bring like potential. Yeah. 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 And you're doing thing. this for yourself. Yeah. You're not doing this for anybody else. Like, please stop putting value over time. How much time you spend on this? How much time in that? Fucking be a barista, okay? Like, learn how to make cocktail drinks. Like, you're going to need a second job eventually if you want to, con- you know what I mean? Like, if you want to have a nice apartment and be able to support yourself and be, you got to have a second skill set. That's for sure. Now, you know? So, if something you- to fall back on. Cameras are expensive. Lenses are expensive. Computers are expensive. Learn something else. You if know what you, I mean? If you didn't do me, like, literally today is the day you're not, from this point on, you're not allowed to produce media ever again. Do you have a career? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a career? If you literally, you never produce, you walk out of this room tonight and you never produce media again. Like if I'm done in this industry? No. I, well, as of for today. For some reason, you walk out. And well, I have a, you keep, I have a, you keep I have your a, bad guy. I have a second there. Like you, I was, I was a personal trainer. So I worked in, I was yeah, working so, in the fitness industry before. While I was, while I was uh, building up my industry. So now every single one of us who has a secondary career outside of the media now has a tertiary area of business where we can bring our media skills to that business. business. Yeah. Yeah, 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 100%, so yeah. me, I just came from the construction industry. It yeah. is literally a wide open field of like nobody's doing it. Yeah. Nobody's using it. They don't know what it is. They don't know how it can help. Them. They, don't they don't know how to, they don't know. And, and you know what the thing is too, is like, cause I've been in that thing. industry too. Like, it's it's a difficult industry because their industry is is straight out buddy buddy. Mm-hmm. I, I got this contract. It's literally bidding and contracting. Like they yep. don't they don't 
They might not need to. They depends don't really business to consumer or business. And I've learned business. that business. Side that's a business. It. It's a business to business. It's a business to business to business model. Sure. Yeah. So what they do is they need a setup, and once they they're set up, they don't ever need to do no, anything else. Yeah. That, that template, that formula, it's just done. Yeah, they're all it's they're not, all friends. They're, they don't have to do social, well, I, but they I need to get like a nice a bunch website. Of years in there, so I have friends in the construction. Yeah. Industry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's. But it's a massive market. It's a massive market. What it is, and it's not only that you have to have friends. But you need to know how to communicate yeah, to with them. it on their like, level. 100%. How they speak. For me, yeah, it's yeah, restaurants. Yeah. I know, I know restaurant exactly. business. I've exactly. been a busboy, yeah. waiter, cook, sous chef, blah blah blah. Yeah. I've, you know, my my family's own businesses and restaurants as well. I know that lingo. I know when I go into there, you know that there might be like, you know, no offense, like there might be some Italian guy, some Greek guy, some some you know, you know, guy who's probably never used the camera before or whatever. Could be white, could be black. Um, <laughs> you know, could anybody? You or know, somewhere but, but in between. Exactly. <laughs> you know, could be white. Um, it could, it, so, so you need to learn that language and you need to have like exp and having a wide variety of, of, uh, of um, what's the word I'm looking for of, of skill set uh, knowledge skill set will definitely help you be a better you, photographer you, videographer yeah. whatever you know, you know what the one thing is I realized is like in, being in this industry as long as I have the amount of shit that I've learned yeah. because like because if you run a business and you want me to tell people what you do I have to you learn, have to learn your business. Yeah, exactly. So you I sit down with you and I ask you every question little question about your business, about your business exactly. and then I take all your answers yeah. and I analyze it and then I put it in a sequence yes, that makes fucking sense. Yes. Yeah. So I can show it to this guy yeah. and it goes, "Yes, that's exactly, yes, that's exactly what I yeah. do." And I'm so like, "Okay, that's I like, understood it." That's cool. There yeah, you that's go. like Very me cool. with with like downhole cool. shock tools and like and like hydraulic mechanical drilling jars. I know way too much dude, about those obscure things. Dude, I know how to do a hip replacement surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I know all about an acetabulum. I never touched a scalpel in his life. I know how to make, I know how to remove an acetabulum, how to remove a head. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I know how to do a hip replacement surgery. If you're producing media for that, you will learn how to do it. Yeah, you shot that? I filmed. I filmed a bunch of hip replacement surgeons. That's I know crazy. exactly how they do it, so and they've had them. And I know that the acetabulum. Yeah. They cut the head off of the femoral yeah. head. Gets cut off. Yeah. They put it. They 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 they, uh, they bone out the, the marrow, the bone marrow. Oh, with they the hit that shit with the. They pull it out. The like, I know thing. the whole process, man. I'm just like. It's and it's literally when you watch it, it's like literally like construction. Construction work. on a limb. Uh, like knock the people. And the funny thing half is half butchery, like, half construction. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. It's crazy. And like they don't and they don't put them to uh, they don't put them to sleep. Yeah. So they only Most put like a, work is, uh, yeah. yeah, all the bone work is done like yeah. where they're awake. I've they been asleep for all my surgeries. Like, a, like uh, not for this. So they put up a curtain. So the person can't can't see. They yeah. can't see it, but all they hear is <laughs> ding ding ding. Yeah. Fuck that! Like, I'm going to bed for that one. Lower it down. It's like, how come I keep moving two centimeters every time? All right, they break hit time, me? everybody. You guys are knocking me off yeah, the table. Yeah, but that's like the one thing. That's like the, the how yeah. much knowledge you end up getting because you learn everything. Yeah, it helps you. It helps yeah. you communicate to your, to your client after, and and when you're speaking the same language as him after that, then all of a sudden the value of your work makes more sense. Also, yeah. so. You know, make yourself, you know, knowledgeable about the thing. The yeah. more you know about a certain industry, the better you'll be able to help yeah. cater it, right? Like, that's, yeah, that's good. Because if you if you go to a restaurant and want to shoot something at a restaurant, you could go that's to the, a, the GM. So the perfect AGM, example, some of the places I worked in, you know, like I got replaced, they replaced me with, the, I got, the person got replaced by me mainly because they were, they were a great photographer, you know, they're, they're great, they're established and whatever they do, they do. They just don't know food. And they can't sell you know? it. 
And exactly. You can't sell and it. So, so exactly. Yeah. So if I make a nice, you know, like a sh beef short rib, you know what I mean? Like there's a way that I cook beef short rib. I know how, what it takes to make that plate, right? So I know what needs to be highlighted also, you know? I know better than to catch it sideways or from the top, you know? I'm going to come at it from an angle, you know, maybe even do a short video about just like a little pan of it. If you don't know the food and you don't know how it's supposed to, how can you sell it? You know, yeah. once again, that's that dead end mentality. You yeah. paid me to make a video, but then that video is going to die in the internet later yeah. after that. So like that I remember, needs to stop. I that remember too, to like when I, when I was, when I started doing like the marketing side of everything, I went through, it wasn't so much about making videos. It was just the kind of videos I was doing new style. I was like, what, what are people watching? I was doing new style videos. I was doing short little social videos. Yep. I was doing uh, uh, corporate videos. Corporate, yeah. I was doing, I did every different yeah. style, style yeah. and it. technique of video sure. and like different formats yeah. to figure out what would people watch. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, well, they watch all of them. It's just, so now I just perfected every single style and yeah. format of video. So different like, applications different for different things yeah. though, right? Yeah. And, and, I, yeah. so, and the worst and that helps part, you with time. The that worst, but the worst part for me is now because now I'm in a producer's role, mm -hmm. I have to now take all of that and put it on paper because I have to now give that format to the next guy so know. he knows how to do and, it. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck! I love I'm, that part though. I know, but for well, me, yeah, I normally would just show up. Yeah, I would normally. Because you only get one shot. He comes back and you're like, fuck, I love the whole production paper. Didn't I give you a tripod? This is why we got to collaborate, man. Because the shit you don't want to do, I'm like, I'll do it. I love doing that shit. I love like complexity. Yeah. Is that, a, is that a good enough rap for you? Yeah, I think we're think, good, uh, man. Let's uh, let's wrap it up on that. Yeah. That was a pretty good episode. Wow, well, guys, thanks. Do you think, do you think we can do... Do you think a we, wild episode. Do you edit this stuff? No. Not at all? This is uncommon. I love it. That's great. Yeah. You're on, you're on there, man. <laughs> you're on there. <laughs> you're on there. <laughs> you're on there. It's all good, man. You'll be okay. Jennifer, right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jennifer. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, that was, yeah, it's episode. That was an episode. Yeah. episode. Episode, yeah. We, uh, what's, it, what's it called? Uh, get the hysterical Media. woman out of here? What was it called again? <laughs> yeah, take the hysterical woman away. <laughs> yeah. Media relations. Episode take the hysterical nine. woman away. All right, perfect. The thought change. Thought exchange. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you guys. SF Media. See yep. you guys. <laughs> That's a wrap. Woo! It's a wrap, people. That's a wrap. I love it. <laughs>